Greetings, everyone. Welcome to episode number. Let me get my remembrance here. Let me get my memory fixed. Episode number 782. 782. Smart wrestling fan. Longest running. Oh, the greatest wrestling podcast ever. No, I'm sorry. The greatest podcast of all time. Yes, easily. Do you know how I know? Because you just said that. The gra- and the graphics says it. Before it, so it started. Must be yeah. Um, I am Joe Negron, along with Mr. Mutant Larry. Hey, Joe. No one would be stupid enough to do that. Are we living in the stupidest alternate timeline yes, ever? Yes, of course we are. <clears throat> I mean, did you ever think that, uh, I've seen a lot of stupid things in wrestling, but they would just be like, okay, we got to pimp a pay-per-view. What is, it's the greatest ever. Greatest. Okay, done. That, yeah, of course they're watching. And they're like, well, well, we'll say that on the sign, but then when we when we say it in words, we have to say like, could possibly be because it hasn't happened yet. And they're like, but don't change the poster. Keep that. Keep that the same. But how do how do you pimp that match? Okay, let's have one wrestler say that he used to be great, but he's not sure if he can wrestle anymore. Let's have the other one admit that he just usually phones it in. That'll be. That sounds like a recipe for the greatest match of all time. Swear to God, I'm living in the backwards world. It's just like, I can't make sense of anything anymore. The world is broken right now in many horrible ways. But <sighs> but the, but the this but wrestling seems to mirror that, and that's what makes me upset. So, oh. welcome to the show, everyone. I didn't want to start off on a negative like that, but... Um, oh, but, let's find the positive here. Uh, yeah. Well, the positive is we're going to try and bring a little bit of joy to your your life right now. So we're going to talk about wrestling and mock as many things as we can. <laughs> fun. Why not? And oh. um, that's what we'll do. So, yeah, that's uh, this is Smart Wrestling Fan. The greatest podcast in history of all the times. Um, we're your pals. And we want to give you something fun and and entertaining to do and so that's why we give you this free show on there take there it go. take it very well but i don't but i don't i don't i don't have an ipod you don't need one just take it just take it carry it around listen on your computer maybe you'll find one on the road remember when we were going to just put them on uh thumb drives and throw them out all over the country we we were we said hot air balloon and thumb <laughs> drives that was the idea Larry said we would just drive around in a truck and just whip them out the window. And I said, no, hot air balloons fun. funnier. Okay, yeah. I, this is a horrible thing, but I saw – have you ever seen a potato gun where you make the little guns that shoot potatoes? Yes, we call it a spud yeah. gun, but yes. Mm-hmm. Someone was – someone got a bunch of like the dead frogs you get from like – Stop it, like biology class? And was driving around shooting them through a potato gun at people in the street. Why? I don't know, but – Something Wait, what year? Strange. What year was this that you're talking recently. about? It was recently. Oh, I thought you meant like when you were a kid. Oh, I didn't. I wouldn't be involved in that. Oh my god, Larry, that sounds like what you would be involved in <laughs> back I then. Would, I don't know. I would think of something like that. Oh my god, I, I would feel bad for the frogs. So, so obviously, I wouldn't. Kermit the Frog here. Kermit the Kermit the Frog. Mm. Kermit the okay. I'm a little delirious, and I don't know if Larry is too, but we're going to do a show. We really are. I swear. Let's try. What's your, 
Yes. To, to, to try. Um, Whatever happened to Max Hedrum? Did he die? Wow. What are the odds? No, he didn't. And he, what are the odds you talk about him today? So we're watching um, Fear of the Walking Dead. He was on that? That's the thing. That's a show where I watched it for the first season and then gave up on it because I was like, this is ridiculous. And then, because I was a big fan of the original. And then that kind of just went off the rails and isn't my favorite thing, but I still try to keep up with it. And then the Fear of the Walking Dead, I was like, well, we ran out of zombies to watch, so how about we watch this one? And we tried it again, and it's much better the second watch through, at least the first season is. And then we finally got to the current season, and sure enough, Max Hadrum shows up. No. Yes, he does. He sure does. So he is very alive, and uh, I knew him right away, Larry. I said, is that Max Hadrum? Because it's like that like time-displaced Jim Carrey. That's what he is. He's like a different dimensions Jim Carrey. And you're like, is that him? Yeah, of course it's him. So yeah, Max Hedrum, yeah, Larry, is alive. And um, I remember that show being awful, but I watched it anyway as a kid. I don't remember anything about you, it except So the you don't remember how he became Max Hedrum? I imagine like Toxic was, Slime. No, I think it was like the first episode. This Okay, Sucked I haven't watched into a it. Computer. Listen, I haven't watched it since I, was, since I was a kid, but this is my memory of it. Okay. Oh, good. This is me better. This is the best. So I'm I'm a kid in the 80s, and this is my memory of the show. A guy, I watched the pilot. A guy is the Max Hedrum actor is is the guy. What's his, what's the guy's name? I don't remember. Guy yes, McGeigy. He's driving down the highway, and then mm-hmm. he gets like in it. He's in. An, he's riding away from bad guys or something, and then he. Goes under a thing that says Max Headroom on it, a sign, oh, like there's okay. not enough room. And then he gets his head chopped off and they try and oh. fix it. Listen, and they try and, I might, the head chopped off part might not have happened. And so then they try and fix him up, but they can't. So they download him into a computer. That's what I remember. Could that possibly be right? Could that be the, the, the premise of Max Headroom? <laughs> and I don't want to look it up and destroy my childhood memory. Do you think it's real? Uh, I'm trying to uh, look real quickly. No, I'm saying I don't want to know. I'm asking you if you think it could be real. Uh, no. Oh, okay. Well, then now. Very unrealistic. Anyone gets their head chopped off and somebody thinks okay, they're Okay, so forget they the head. Cho- forget the head chopped off part. You, you can't forget trauma. the head chopped off. No, no, no. I'm saying. No. Okay. I did, They would never show that on ABC in the 80s. I'm not well, saying no. that. Okay. I was exaggerating. Maybe he bonked his head. Maybe he's taking the place of the lead guy on uh, on Walking Dead. What's the lead guy's name? That actor? He's quitting. Which <laughs> which guy? The sheriff guy is quitting. He's quitting. That was like three years ago. No, he's gonna he's gonna be in the next Fast and Furious movie. Oh my he God. wanted to be in something with no walkers. Oh, you're dun, terrible. Dun, dun. That was not funny at all. He was speeding and being a jerk. I know how he died. Oh my God! Who stars? And I, I do you do you play that role? Like, like does Tony Stark? Who played Doc Tony Stark? Mustache McPherson. What's his name? Robert Downey Jr. Robert, does he like put a trash can on and jump off a seat? Yeah, he yeah. Tries. He tried, you think you but he got banged up, and so he cars. thought he thought it was a bad idea. I know. Like, I've been in these racy movies. Watch me go, honey. 
too soon, too soon. What, Rick's like five movies. Years? That joke was like I made that joke on Facebook five years ago. It just came up on my timeline. Come on. Oh my god, Larry! What a stretch to oh, wait. T- dumb. Copyright. Yeah, you brought up Walking Dead. No, actually, I brought up Max Headroom. Yeah, but it's just weird because we just saw him pop up on on Walking Dead, and he's quite a bad guy on there. So, really, yeah, he's quite the bad guy. He's quite the bad guy. Sound I remember like my mom. He's quite the bad guy. I remember him in Star Trek. Also, I'm trying to remember who he played. Hmm. Which Star Trek? Next Generation. Maybe others. Maybe others. No, I'm saying, yes, maybe others. Okay, so um, we're going to talk about wrestling, even though, Larry, it seems to not want to here. No! Or is it me that this seems to never not want happened to? before. Um, yeah, if you was want... He retur- was he a returning character on Star Trek? No. I mean, I don't know. I just remember him from one episode. I'm not sure. No, I don't know. I remember just watching Star Trek and going Max Headroom's on. I always recognized him. <clears throat> he has a very Jim Carrey-esque voice and face and you know just just how he is have you ever seen him walking down the street well not you guys don't get to walk down the street anymore no do you, I miss don't even that? Know. do you miss seeing famous people walking down the street joe hmm. usually you didn't see him walking down the street usually would see them in a grocery store or something I, I i i don't remember ever bumping into anyone on the street oh one person um one um oh my god what's her name audrey from twin peaks Oh really? Yeah. Was she like cleaning the street or just? No, 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 no. I I met her at uh, Halloween a few years ago, like six years ago or something. Was she treat, trick or treating with her kid? She's trick or treating with her kid, um, cool. and she was dressed like Minnie Mouse. Yeah. Aw. Yeah. See, I I should. And her live kid out was there. a I can't remember which one. One of the one of the Nightmare uh, Before Christmas characters. Not one of the main ones, like an obscure Oogie one. Oogie Boogie, that's the only one. Not Oogie Boogie, not Skellington, not the three <laughs> little kids, not the, no, none of those characters. Some tall thing. And I was like, whoa. So. Did they seem was, like they had money? No. Oh. Not really. Not I, should live in a, I should live out there with you <laughs> only for the reason that I could walk down the street and I would never recognize, I I am the citizen that those I know. people want. I know because, because you're face I blindness. Know I know yeah, you I, do. I don't know you. You wouldn't know them. <laughs> Although I, I would just wander around endlessly, hoping to be in an elevator with Tom Hank, so I could pull my whole mazes of monsters, know, mazes of monsters, bosom buddies. God, it's like the only thing I really want to do with my just life. Just be like, oh my god, bosom buddies. I remember. I remember you <laughs> were from that show. I love that show, bosom buddies. Remember Did you save we your gonna, money? Remember how we were gonna make. Bosom buzzies, buzzies, Bo- yes. bosom buzzies. Yeah, yeah. Remember that buzz- one? Is that what it was called? Remember when we were going to make the sequel, the the reboot, and with its in reverse though, and call it Crotch Pals? Remember that? What if we ju- What if we just went back in time and realized that the only thing we enjoy is just talking about gibber at the beginning? And we could have made this like smart gibbering fan. We could have no. just not even attached ourselves to this wrestling thing because I don't think that sells, and I think wrestling <laughs> I makes think at wrestling least five dollars. <laughs> So we need the five dollars to continue. Uh, if you have, again, if you do like five, giving us five dollars, um, we have a Patreon page, Patreon.com/smartwrestlingfan, and there you go. We can keep the show afloat, and um, you know, be able to make more stuff. Speaking of um, uh, making more stuff, there's more and stuff, things. more stuff and things upcoming because we opened submissions again for smart movie fan last week. It's a donation of $300 at smartwrestlingfan.com, bottom of the page, uh, PayPal link. 
And we can only take, uh, I don't know how many we can take, but we've, let me just tell people we've gotten two submissions. So mm-hmm. we're back in business as far as we can pay some bills and watch some movies. So that's a good thing. Um, but that means there's less spaces now available, you know, cause we have to do, we have to take a certain amount of, of movie. We, we can put a certain amount of movies in the queue and then we have to stop taking uh, donations for a while. while it's like a blender. You can only put so much in. Right, but once you make the delicious smoothies, you can put more in. But we, yes. it takes time. These are not like one minute smoothies. These are like many hours. So, um, but <laughs> is there such a thing as a one minute smoothie? One minute smoothie? Yeah, why not? Uh, oh well, I thought it was like some gimmick. That's a pretty good one. You could you could make money with that. I probably already did. Everyone steals my <laughs> ideas. By the way, um, somebody in the board said today that I uh, predicted the Mandalorian back in retro. So that's congratulations to me on that one. Um, Favreau probably listens to it um, because it just happens to be on the, it was the one free episode we gave out. So he probably (laughs) heard that. Um, And yeah, uh, you're welcome. Again, I helped another millionaire. Great. Good for me. Um, I've never seen the show, but could somebody do a, uh, what do they call, what do they call those things? Parody songs. About the Mandalorian rain. Remember that song? No one remembers that song. No, do they? not really. Big song. Does anybody know that song? No. We just said we don't. We don't know. Um, but coming soon um, is another. Um, it's not a crossover episode. It's not a spinoff. It's not a. I guess it's a spinoff of Smart Movie Fan. Um, it's not a, whatever it's called. A one-off. That's what I want to say. And we all know what it is. I'm not going to say the name again. But it's coming up soon, right, Larry? Barry. We're rewatching it right now. So, um, boy, oh boy. Rewatching it about a hundred times. So you can figure out what that is from the context <laughs> clues. Um, or are we rewatching <clears throat> Or are we? Because it's a C. Excuse yeah. me. And then um, also, uh, do you want a free thing? Audibletrial.com slash smart wrestling fan. Get a free audiobook. And one more free thing. And this is awesome. The, the greatest video game podcast ever. Uh, Conga Bluey's Hyperspace Pizza Arcade. Yes, that's Conga Bluey. If you now search for that on the Google, it will come right up. If you search for it on the Apple Podcasts, it'll come right up on the Spotify claims it's up. I have not confirmed that, but they did. They uh, they they say it is, um, and it's on a bunch of different you know pod whatever that's called, pod catchers, pod lands. Podcast villages. Yeah, just put a dream catcher up. It'll. <clears throat> yeah. It's. It sounds. I got to listen to this because is you. You make it sound entertaining. I. I need more podcasts in my life. And I'm well, not you should because it's free. It's free. It's like an hour and a half long. Um, just condensed. And we rarely recommend other people's podcasts. Right. Video games in space with pizza. I mean, right there. Oh, that's pizza. enough for you. Yeah. So, um, do all those things. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. We value you as a listener. You are awesome. And as a person, just yeah. more more as a listener, but also well, somewhat as a person. We don't know you as a person necessarily. We know a lot of our listeners, but there's some, we don't know who's listening to this right now. So, you know. You think we have some horrible person listening? What if like Charles Manson well, is like listening to this Zodiac Killer is still out there, possibly. He's probably well, old. Okay, but that's fine. But I'm listening. saying, 
I'm saying someone like like a Charles Manson type or someone like that. A Charles Manson type. Is that like a Ryan Seacrest that's type? My twi- that's my twi- Twitter ha- headline right there. <laughs> yeah, I know. So that's it. Anything else you want to say All right, before we start we're talking about the news? Oh, I know we got to. I know. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's it's you fine. do the there's news. Not much, there's not much news, and then we'll get right into the wrestling. Um, let's start with the ratings. Last week's Monday Night Raw scored another 1.7 million viewers, so that really didn't move. But it was, I think it was like on the low end of 1.7 million, which means it's the second lowest rating in history. Again, so good job. Always breaking. <laughs> okay. How is that? How is that such news <clears throat> that we're so used to l- ratings dropping and dropping and dropping? That that like like that didn't feel like news. I know. To me. But because if you news. say like, every week, if you say you know this is the this lowest rating ever or the second lowest rating ever, well, then yeah, it's not going to seem like news ever. It's going to just seem like a thing that happens. You're going to be like, oh, they have less people watching. I'm not surprised. That's it. I was just listening to a book about you know in the end of WCW, and they were talking about. They dropped down to a 4.7. I'm like, and it's like, wow, they wish they had (laughs) half that now. Yeah. (laughs) On the bottom of the barrel. It's terrifying. SmackDown Live actually went up a little, the tiniest bit, 2.1 million viewers this week instead of 2 million. So, you know, but that's That's because they started the format differently on that show. So we'll talk about that. They actually managed to entertain me for, I'd say, about half the show. So that's good, right? That's uh, way better than usual. You yeah. said half. 50% is amazing. Right. For With Raw, all they did was annoy me most of the time. Some of it was excellent. Some, most of it was just boring and lies. Oh, you have to you have to catch me up on the excellent. Boring lies. Well, most of it is, seriously, MVP. He's okay. the MVP of Raw right now. No, uh, I'm sorry, pun or, or wordplay totally intended. He is the guy. He's like, wow. Remember when, like, Almost everybody on the roster was like this. And like we had these compelling good talkers. And like then in the ring on SmackDown, we had these really good wrestlers. And it just combined together to make this really entertaining show. What happened to that? Joe, I, I'm a big, I, my favorite part of WWE right now. I'm not going to deny that. But aren't you just getting a little excited about the fact that there's this thing called a story that has a line that keeps going? No, I know. It's all really about, that's what you're excited but it's about. Not MVP's just doing about a great that. job. Bobby just, Lashley doing great job. Yeah. It's like Lana, MVP is so the much. guy right now. Lana well, Lana sucks, but MVP is like he's impressing me so much. It's amazing. So um AEW versus NXT numbers for the Wednesday night wars. Uh eight. Wow, these are way up. AEW is coming off a of pay-per-view. They got they went all the way up to eight hundred twenty seven thousand viewers. So that's if you ask, hey, if you ask me, I and you know, I don't know anything. I know so much. Uh, but <laughs> I think that honestly, that gimmick wrestling match, if WWE could have done some really yeah. great gimmick with their money in the bank Titan Towers match and gotten as much good coverage and as much goodwill right. as AEW did from that football arena match, maybe they could have gotten a bump. Because I really did hear a lot of people saying, you know what? Okay, this isn't wrestling, but man, it's funny. Yep. And man, it's cool. Yep. I agree. I didn't hear anybody saying that. I didn't hear any wrestling fan telling a non-wrestling fan, you should watch this Titan Towers I know, match. no one did. It's fun. They were embarrassed by it. 
even if they were yes. amused, even if they were amused by it because they were drunk or on the drugs or eating a delicious pizza or whatever, you were half in the bag, you mean. Um, but even if they were doing that, it's not like then they went to a friend and said, you got to watch this again. They, I guarantee you they never watched it again because it wasn't worth it. If you watched that stadium stampede multiple times, you had multiple just in pieces, what's it called? Periods of enjoyment. Who doesn't love a good period of enjoyment? But yeah, 800, 827,000 viewers for AEW. And even NXT that wasn't coming off a of pay-per-view had 731,000 viewers. They were down to 592,000 last week. So good good for them. Good for them to get their numbers up. Um, I think the NXT numbers had to do with the, the, the pit fight. And I think the AEW numbers had to do with what's going to happen after the pay-per-view. So... Both companies, I both both of those little tiny Wednesday shows, I say good for you on those. Um, so that's that. But please, AEW, do not think that your bump came from Mike Tyson because I can guarantee it didn't. <sighs> it didn't because no. that was the very very last minute of the show. So no, it had nothing to do with that. So I mean, Orange you Cassidy, could, maybe. maybe, yeah. <laughs> I think it was more just about curiosity of what's the like all the stories resetting. So, uh, news bits and rumors, not much to talk about because I really want to get it into AEW, but um, Nigel McGuinness, notice how he's been gone for months and everybody assumed it was because of the COVID and he was trapped in another country? I did. He was just furloughed with a bunch of guys uh, near the furlough period, so he is just laid off, so he does not have a job right now. So, you know what, can I say something about Nigel real quick? Sure. I'm sorry, but I don't miss him. He's not the worst. Sometimes he's like a. He's mm. not the best, but I don't. I don't miss him. Also, I, I can't say I miss him either. There's not like I would ever. Honestly, I can't say I would notice him when he's. Replaced. Okay, then let's move. Let's do. <clears throat> excuse me. Let's uh, let's let's escalate this then. Ooh. Um. So Samoa Joe on commentary and Raw, of course, for the past few weeks. Yeah. Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, no longer a comment, uh, commentator in WWE. He has he has now been replaced by Samoa Joe. So, how about that? I do not miss King. No, I would never miss King, and I've okay. enjoyed Samoa Joe very much. I just wanted to let you know that unless there's like emergency situation or whatever, King's out. So, is he ever really so out? I know, I know what you're saying because they I, could always I, just bring him in. We've lived this. I know, but with Nigel out. King out, and then I can hope for Jr. to to maybe retire tomorrow, and then everybody that I what can't about stand Tom? that's what about out. Tom? Okay, but Tom can still he's young enough, he's an idiot, but and a liar, but he could still learn, and he's also not racist the way <laughs> Nigel King and Jr. tend to be at times. Okay, I see what you're saying, but <clears throat> excuse me, and Jr. less than less than any of them as far as the racism goes. Jr. is just really 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 old and says whatever he wants and most of the time it's just offensive because he's he's an idiot so that's all that's all okay but anyway uh last piece of news uh wwe has yes in fact and this is going to tie into the the raw review today they have banned the buckle bomb that is no longer a move you are supposed to do and you can get in big trouble if you do it and get fined a lot of money or suspended. Um, but, you know, 
when uh, some Nia Jax throws you like three feet from where you were supposed to go and your head lands on the almost on the ground and um yeah yeah okay is that it moves- really fair to ba- blame the move no 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 and i exactly. again i think you can do it safely and all that yeah, it's just wwe not- gets gets panicky and they're like well then forget it we're just not going to do that move there's a million so moves because, wait, wasn't that the sting move buckle bomb yeah that's the one that yeah. seth rollins did on sting that made it pretty much stings last last match so the yes. final stinger splash. Yeah, and then people were like, "The buckle bomb's safe." Seth, it wasn't Seth's fault. Even Sting, I think, said it's not wasn't Seth's fault. The point is, WWE gets a hold of that and goes, "Well, wouldn't it be just better if we just don't do it?" So I understand that angle. Whatever. They're, they're, hey, <clears throat> there's a lot of other moves, so it's not going to kill me, but it isn't. And that's the thing. I don't care. It's like people are very bent out of shape about it, and they were with this with the when the when people were like Seth Rollins is reckless or whatever. I don't know what to tell you. I, I I don't care about the buckle bomb at all. So if they ban it, I don't give a crap. I they actually start, like it. But. They ban it. They ban a suplex. I'll be upset. But if they're banning the buckle <laughs> no, bomb, no one's no one's taking your suplex. I know they're not. I know you have the suplex. I wouldn't watch wrestling anymore if there were no suplexes. I really wouldn't. He only watches for the suplex. <laughs> I do. I otherwise I'd just watch <laughs> UFC or something. You know. <clears throat> There's suplexes there sometimes too. You're starting to sound like King with the, uh, not King, uh, uh, JR with the whole, he's just, he's so tore up that a DDT is not a finishing move anymore. Oh that my man, God, how many, he's been on that, he has been on that hobby horse for it's him what, and Stone eight Col- years? Him and Stone Cold have been on that for about a decade, yes. about how horrible that is. Which, DDT is one of my favorite moves. I am, I, that's one of my favorite moves. But, but it's not I'm 1983 sorry, anymore. Yeah. Things sorry. Evolve. It's just, uh, Yeah. But I get any man five years ago. Yeah. But you can like it. Like you said, you can argue that it's not really the move. That's the problem. It's the person doing it. But then people argued against that with Seth Rollins, but then they'll argue for it with Nia Jax. So I don't know. Whatever. Just just get whatever. We could see buckle bombs all day long in AEW. I don't care. I'm not going to miss it all day long. Yeah. A buckle ball match. You can only use buckle balls. Yeah. So that's it. That's let's talk about AEW, please, because um, I really, really want to talk. I'm itching to talk about some of these wrestlings. Itchy, tasty. If you get that reference, go ahead. I, I'm just itching, but yeah, I, I know, know that what that's from. So that's you. It's my own fault. Uh, we recap the pay per view to start AEW and Jericho in the inner circle. We are told are going to have a pep rally tonight. Hmm. That's funny. That's interesting. Yeah. So we see the inner circle, and they're talking about how they lost. They're outside. They're going to have a. They're sitting by a truck. They're going to have a pep rally. They're going to, you know, pump themselves up again, you know, and they're going to have to get rid of these inner circle. Uh, what was Stadium Stampede Championship shirts? They're sh- the shirts like okay. This is like the Super Bowl shirts where yes. they print up both one team one and the other team one, and then. Th- you know, they can instantly sell shirts and profit because if you don't make them instantly or you don't make them before the, the, the actual match happens or the actual game happens in, in football's case, um, then you lose money. So Jericho was so sure that they were going to win the match. They, yeah, they printed up shirts that said that they won the stadium stampede. 
There, it says champions on there. So of course they're like they have. Well, we have these couple boxes, and or was it was it Ortiz is like well, oh. and he opens up the truck, and there's an entire truckload of them. They have a and also wait, it's no, that's Santana because Ortiz is half deaf because of the bell ringing. This is how you do wrestling. Guess what? They it's kept it going. It was amazing. Yeah. So when he got his na- his head in the victory bell during the the arena match. Yeah, he's still half deaf because of it. Yes, and he's yelling very loud. It's this is wonderful. what happens when you care about stuff. And it, I'm not saying AEW is perfect, but at least they're having fun making me have fun. And they're trying. And they're trying harder than anyone. Yes, effort goes a long way. Is what no. she told me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we'll see what happens. So I really like that opening. Cute, funny opening that that took me from the pay per view to where we are now. Wow, look at this! So they have ah, so Tony so Shivani. Larry so Larry before you get to Tony Shivani here. They so they have a an entire semi truck filled with an entire tractor trailer filled with boxes of worthless T shirts. So they are instantly selling them online for fifty percent off. So this was a gimmick to begin with, but what a funny gimmick! They're fifty percent off their clearance shirts already. You know when you make people feel like. You're trying. People want to like you. Yep. Like, not to jump too far ahead, but with the whole Viking Raiders <laughs> thing, if they made me feel like they were trying, I could have been a little more given. Wow. That was one of the laziest things I've ever seen. Okay. We'll talk about it then. They've so, given uh, up. They've Excalibur, given up Tony on Schiavone. Raw. So. Excalibur, Tony Schiavone, and JR, again, as always. Earlier today in the locker room, the Elite and Matt Hardy are all talking. And Hangman's had enough of Matt Hardy's weirdness. He goes to drink. <laughs> Kenny leaves too, but the Young Bucks have a match with Matt Hardy tonight. And of course, Matt is being crazy broken Matt. And they're like, could we get another version of Matt? Nah. And Matt like Matt is like, I am picking up what you are lying down. And you know, and so he goes out and he comes back as extreme Matt. And they're like, maybe we could get even a younger Matt. And he comes back as like early spot monkey Matt. Yep. Which is just hilarious. Wow. So, yes, two segments with the two major, uh, what would you call them, factions? Yeah. <clears throat> Very entertaining. We open up Private Party and Joey Janelli against Joey, yeah, against <laughs> Matt Hardy and the Young Bucks. Yeah. Uh, first time the Young Bucks have been on Dynamite in over 90 days. Doesn't wow. seem like that long. But that's crazy. Wow. They wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. What's the deal with the weird glitch? Did you see it? There was a weird glitch. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. And it wasn't just me because I thought I was, my feed was weird, Hmm. but it wasn't weird enough that I know when my feed is weird. So I went and and other people were like, what was that? But there was two or three instances where a camera cut was half cut to something else. And it was weird. And it was, and if they're doing, if this is going to be a thing, wow, you, but I think it was just bad camera work. Okay. I watched the whole match in its entirety. I know I didn't leave the room or anything. And I don't remember. No, 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 we're talking seconds, Joe. I know. I don't recall, Larry. I'm sorry. I don't know. They mentioned Jeff Hardy here. They do. Like, look out, Jeff, for that car. No, not like that. JR said, says, Wilbur Snyder, daddy, look it up. Arr, old stuff. Arr, oh, daddy, my no. God. The, ask, ask her, hey, daddy, what? who's that Snyder? Who, who's talking about there? Just please, just what? No, no more. For, keep, for, you, for people keeping track and thinking that we're being picky, every 
week. I review this show. Every week he says someone old says, oh, you kids, look it up. Yep. Stop being bitter. I'm not on your lawn, JR. I swear to God, I'm on the sidewalk. Leave and me alone. What's right, and why not, if you really do want to talk about an old guy, just talk about an old guy. Don't add all the, the rhetoric to it. Don't add all the, 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 the spices with it. Just say the guy, whatever. Yeah, Don't start no getting wrong. all pre-mad. He gets pre-mad at Twitter. The you only know? way anybody finds out about the Dynamite Kid is when someone references, ref, references yes. him. And then guess what happens? Anybody interested will look it up. We already know how to use Google. Please don't tell us. Oh, my God. But you don't have to tell me about the Dynamite Kid. Tell me I'm stupid because I don't know, and it's all the fault of my generation. Yeah. Then JR, oh, I can't believe I'm calling the move the silly string. How I, I can't believe I'm saying that. And Tony's like, yeah, can you believe... I don't even know if there was Silly String when we first started. Ha <laughs> we're so old. What? Okay. I don't even know the answer. I've just typed this into my computer. But I just typed T.L. Hopper's finisher. Yeah. So, I because you know what? I'm sure he called it. It was called the plunger. Right. So there you go. You called yeah. stupider moves than Silly String. So, F you, J.R. So, yeah, fight, fight, fight. Nick goes out in the crowd, and he starts fighting the fans, which are the wrestlers, obviously. <laughs> That's right. Because he bumps into Blade. Does anyone remember Blade? No. From Blade it's, and Butchers it's, and Bunnies and Bakers. And what's his name? Pepper Parks. Makers yeah, and all that Sutter. Stuff. Yeah. So they're out there fighting, and Jared's like, well, maybe they could be all behind the plexiglass like other things. Why is GR's talking about Raw on AEW? Like, not like later in the night when we talk about a Raw from like a decade ago. No, GR's talking about two days ago he watched Raw. Probably probably shouldn't say that. You know what I mean? When I say watched, I mean he had it or he had it on in his house. I'm not saying he was paying attention. No. no, But he saw the plexiglass. Yeah. I know of two people who watched all the I know, and it's me and you. <sighs> but, yeah. So, but also, he's making fun of them, which, the plexiglass, whatever. They're trying. Yeah, you want to make fun of wait, Raw, make yeah, fun what of was there to else. make What was there to make fun of about the plexiglass? Now, I will make fun of WWE because guess what? Remember how last week they said they've all been tested? Yeah. Larry, that nobody was tested still in WWE. Oh, well, okay, as long as we're going to talk about this, guess what? All the NXT people got to show up and there's no chairs for them. They stand for over 12 hours they of do. wrestling. Do you yeah. think that's fun? No. No, it's not. And, and I don't we're going to talk about this more. Remind me when we I'm will, drunk and we're But I just wanted to let you know, listen, for people that are trying to give WWE credit and say, well, at least they're testing now, they are still, they still believe that the temperature thing is is the way to go. That all they have to do is take a temperature. There's also a commercial on TV with Amazon where they think you take you they're they're trying to say how safe they are after people died in their warehouse and they're they're like, "Well, we're so safe. Look what we do every day. They take your temperature and then if you don't have a fever, they go, "You're good to go in even though you could be carrying COVID." They the temperature thing, people why are we still doing that? I don't know, but I heard I, about this one guy who works at a warehouse and they have a camera when you walk in that that's a thermal camera and it and it like scans you but there's no one standing behind the camera so it makes a and this guy is 
probably one of the best looking guys I've ever known. So I doubt he's lying. I don't remember but. me working in a warehouse. Also, <laughs> also, Larry, I don't seriously. You mean you have to you have to go in on the honor system? Is that what you're doing? No, no one's standing behind the camera. I'm saying, but I mean, I mean, that guy said no one's standing behind the camera. So and I'm a- man, he's smart. So okay. he'd know. I'm asking though, like, is it taking a reading that you, that the person could it's see, or it's is it just like on. it's there as like a as like a fake like joke, like it's there, not being used? Okay, understood. Okay. Our world yeah. turned into cosplay. Everything I know. Is cosplay. It's all a joke. It's all uh, fa- so. no. It's not. Co- it's facade play. And also, um, yeah. So so yes. Vince Grant has shelled out for exactly zero COVID tests so far. But he did buy plexiglass. All they're doing, and the plexiglass thing is fine, but but it does keep all the germs into the the kids to share with each other. So that's I fine. Don't, why do they just not wear the WWE licensed masks as advertising? Did they ever come out? I knew they were existing. Oh, I but did they, they did. Well, they were for sale on the website. I didn't know if they ever shipped. That's all. No. Oh. I thought it was a, like a coming soon thing. Uh, they're still up there, and they're also called neck gaiters. I did not know that was a word. I don't know what that is. Hmm. That's that thing the motorcycle guys wear because they're really cool. Wow. That's terrifying. Oh. Okay. Neck gaiters. Right. Hold on. Now I'm looking. They have a macho man. You mean gator okay. like alligator or like gator like a gate? No, gate. Well, gator. Okay. G-A-I-T-E-R. Okay, so neither one. Okay, got it. Oh, okay. Now you've learned. <clears throat> yeah, I did. I like learned per- something I don't care about. A percentage of the battle. Yeah. Uh, Tyson. Oh, JR promised Mike Tyson is here, and he brought his fists. Well, guess what? Last time you said he was going to punch people, and he didn't. So, hmm. <laughs> and, oh. I, what is this? Okay, I can't. Uh, yeah, I can. Because I enjoy it. I hate to make this about picking on JR, but JR says they got him. Someone says stacked up like cornwood, and they're like, oh, actually, one of yours. JR says that. He said it. Yes, JR gets more of a rub on this show than anyone else. I know. And Can we stop rubbing JR? And I never would believe that I would. Ew. Can we stop yes, doing I think that? He said cornwood, though. He's a yeah. commentator. And Lord, I have heard JR maybe. repeat it. Wait yeah. a minute. Joe. What did JR say to Excalibur? He said, Oh, you mean a long time ago? A long time ago. When they first started working together, Excalibur even has said it. He has come out and talked about this in interviews. He said, um, Yeah, when I first met JR in AEW, he told me, What's with the mask, kid? And I was like, Well, I was a luchador wrestler and I would wear this as. Yeah, that was my thing. Oh, it looks ridiculous. You know this is about this is about putting over the talent, not putting over yourself. JR, are you kidding? The guy, JR puts himself over more than anyone on any show. He puts himself over at, at, at comedy levels with DX levels where they would say like, you know, cheap plug, cheap pop. What would they say? That wasn't the words. That was McFoley. What would they say? You're on mute. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to think. Usually had something to do with Then I'm sorry, I called parts. you dummy. I'll save her for later. Yeah, but the point is, yes, DX would, would sell things and uh, shameless plug. That's it. Yeah, um, yeah, good job. All the time, right? 
But they were doing it as, yes, they could sell merch, but also they know it's, it's you know, it's kind of hilarious to keep shilling yourself and whatever. Yeah. Everyone does it. That's fine. The point is, I don't know any other commentator that does it more than JR, and he dares tell Excalibur that that, that mask is just paying it, making people pay attention to him. Yeah. I just, really? I, I hate how you have to pat him on the back every show. Barbecue podcast book hat all everything. <laughs> What? Hardy's in space. Oh my god. Hardy's in space. Barbecue sauce. Barbecue hat. Oh my god. All these knives. All this box. All the time. Fall on me. I got to stab stab, stab. Oh my blood. That's so much blood. Barbecue sauce. That's not blood. It's barbecue sauce. No, it's both. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. That's JR. Oh god. Uh, yeah. Okay, so back to the match, which I wish should be talking about. Quinn goes out, so it's like a three-on-one spot fest, but the three-on-one are the faces. Bucks and the Matt, Matt wins. <laughs> yeah. The Matt wins. The yes, Matt wins. But Matt disappears. Does, what, what happened to Matt? I don't know. <laughs> okay, I thought I missed something. He died because all of a sudden stuff happens and he, Matt's gone. Yeah, so the Bucks are loaded in the ring and then Butcher and Baker and Blade attack. Why are they oh, oh. Okay, okay. Butcher and Baker and Blade and Candlestick Maker are on the one side and they're fighting, but on the other side, Bunny is just Allie again. Yeah. Okay. Because here's and what she's, worries and me. And she's about. with QT Marshall instead of her husband, the Blade. Well, here's what I don't understand. But she's just a person, but she is dressed as a person. So she's dressed as a civilian, I guess. But I, that means, I guess, Butcher and Baker and Blade or whoever are civilians in this role but they're dressed in like white pants they look like, like they just came they're ready to scrub up or something and i don't like know it's weird yachting. it's after labor day i'm not really it? sure I don't know what's going on and i and i thought okay this is like we're setting up a feud between butcher and blade and the, the bucks this so seems weird but but a truck drives in like no. oh my god it's ftr well, i don't know who that is it's Wheeler and Harwood. I, well, I, well, now I know who it is. It's Cash Bible. Wheeler, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they pop out, and I'm like, "What?" I didn't. I didn't. Say so for that people out, that still don't, for people that still don't know, it's the revival, and I'm very excited that they're here. I'm very happy. They're a team I really enjoyed in NXT, and then they got ruined when they came up to Raw and SmackDown. So and they're here, and they have some kind of a Twitter war. Kind of good nature. I mean, how many years has it been? It's been a long time. That no, hashtag been- FTR was was used to mean F the revival. And it used to be a thing that the Bucks would say because the Bucks would say, we're the greatest tag team of all time. And then the revival online when they were in different company would say, we're the best team of all time. And then they would fight about it. And then it got to the point where then the revival just embraced the FTR thing after revival and started, well, first it was that, then it was signs in the crowd. Then the revival started putting it on their merch in WWE. Like they would put it on their tights and stuff. So that's, <laughs> no one noticed. Cause no one in WWE. And no one noticed. Right. And, and then that was FTR KO and all that, but that's a whole different story. But, but yeah, I was very excited to see them show up here. So yeah. it was, and when they, they're, the reason they're FTR is because they can't be the name they wanted to be. Well, they can't be the revival because that's owned by WWE, but then they wanted to be the revolt 
And it turns out that's another indie wrestling uh, tag team. So they can't be that either. So now they're just FTR until they figure it out. So, eh, I, I, which I'm probably, which probably, FTR. which probably will stick. Right. And then that's just their name. So you think they're there to get the bucks, but they come in and oh, they take out the butchers and blades. I really so, like how they did that. Yeah. So they just face off with the bucks and then they leave. So good. Hey, good show so far. I'd rather have have them be really friendly with the bucks until it's not, you know? That's yeah. much better. So it develops. Back and Moxley comes out and he goes on commentary because he wants to watch Cage fight tonight because Cage is a machine. Yeah. And even Moxley says, I, I don't know what this Taz role is. Maybe it's coins. I don't know. Yeah, why are we still on. saying that? We know we do know though. I, I, I guess we know, but But like is it's is it after the of match, isn't it, it clear? Is. So it's Brian Cage against Lee Johnson. This is the poor. I mean, he's in every squash match, it seems. But hey, that could turn out to be funny if they run with this. I guess. Lee Johnson is some if guy. He's the Mikey, if he's to, the Mikey Whipwreck of the company, maybe. He's a Brooklyn brawler. Cage yes. takes out this jobber. Is that called a drill claw? Drill claw. The pile, the pile driver he does yeah. at the end? Yes, it is. Yeah, I like that. Me too. So, very a, fitting for the wrestler move. He has the, yeah, it's a Wolverine thing. So there you go, kids, if you didn't know. Taz takes the mic and he says, I like you, Moxley, but we're going to kill you. So good. Then we go to Tony Bra- ba- Tony Schiavone and his girlfriend, Britt Baker. Ugh, she's in a wheelchair. <laughs> his <laughs> girlfriend. This, okay. I just don't understand this. And I hate to harp on it every week, but come on. What is going on here? I don't know, but wow. Slow is about this. Is this, is this the best Britt Baker we've ever had? Yes, by far. Oh, my God. Okay. No, no, no. Best. She's done. What was she? No, when she got her nose all bloody, that was awesome. Yeah, but this is just the idea... That her wheelchair says role model with R-O-L-L is incredible. Well, not saying she can't do it on her own, and I'm not saying anybody. This is Okay, this is the thing. I'm not – AEW is not one person standing out. There's You can tell people are throwing stuff in on other people's bits. They're trying. Everybody is – so Britt Baker's like, I'm a dentist. I'll be an evil dentist. And they're like, yeah, why don't you do this part? And someone else says, why don't you do this they're part? Do, and it's Jericho's called, like, we can do t-shirts. And somebody's like, yes. we'll have a whole trailer of them. And Yes. Everyone it's called is, helping. They're collaborating to make a better product. Yes. Everyone wants to improve this. Everyone wants to be an improver, which we love improvers. In WWE, everyone is like, let's get this done. Right. WWE always feels like people who work there are working. Right. I agree. AEW feels like people who are working there are trying. I agree. It felt like that the bowling thing we're going to talk about on Raw. That person was working. He waited to the last minute, and then he quick wrote something. Yep. Yeah, so she's in the wheelchair role model. And so she's rule three is you don't hurt the role model. And then she says, this has all been a conspiracy. And she has a conspiracy board with the oh strings my God. everywhere. And she it's talks about how... Funny. She's, she's not. What is her? Uh, what's her face is not really an alien. Yeah, she's like uh, Statlander, not an alien. And Sheeta broke her nose, and Nyla Rose is also involved. But the person really behind it is female ref, because female ref is right. She's like Aubrey Edwards. Where was she during this? She was in the match. She was refereeing the match. Where was she in this time? This happened. She was refereeing the match. Where was she this time? Happened. She was somewhere. <laughs> the last one she did. She wasn't See, there. Yeah, they get the somewhere. joke. They, and they have Rebel pushing around in the wheelchair. They keep calling her Reba. This is 
They get the jokes. They get them all. I never thought that simple jokes would be so hard until I saw it juxtaposed where someone are, is doing them and WWE simple jokes, no. not, not comedy, not on like some kind of George Carlin level level, but a simple joke and they can't find it in WWE back. And they interview the inner circle about the pep rally. Sammy's on crutches and they're like, Oh, we're, we're going to do this pep rally. We're going to get, and orange Cassidy just wanders around <gasps> in the background, which is hilarious. And Jericho goes, did he really just come in a shot? So they're mad at orange Cassidy. Oh, that's good. In WWE, that never come back up, but okay. Right. In the ring, Christy James, she's from Brazil and she dances. Oh no, this part. Oh no. He knew we'd hit something. She is the champ. She comes out. That's the match. It's non-title. JR tells us that Christy James had a single mom. Well, okay, that's fine. Then match, match, match. Christy James gets, I think, knocked down or something. Yeah. And one of the commentators says she has a nice upside. And JR says, yeah, I hear she goes down pretty good, too. I just read that. I didn't say it. Sheeta wins. Wow, JR just says that, huh? Yeah. But it's not just that. He was drooling on her during the match. He was yes. like, look at that. Yes. She's a handsome young woman. Yep. I like her. She's like a Mickey James type to me. I'm gonna think about <laughs> I'm gonna think I'm gonna think about her later. <laughs> think about Gross. her. Gross. Hit about train. Mickey James got hit by train. Gross. Never forget. Jerry, you're a disgusting old man. Listen, I'm not saying people don't have these thoughts. Guess what? They keep them in their head, you, you <laughs> old piece of crap. Hmm. Lexi, you're hit by a train. Uh, remember Kenny? that time? Remember that time James Stone pushed her on the train tracks? I wish I was there to save her. Oh. <laughs> I kiss her all over her faces. Uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page are in a hotel with his with milk and whiskey. I don't know why we're seeing this. But there's like a camera in the wall. We're watching. And they see the camera in the wall. So they goof around the camera. I don't know what any of this is, except that it made now, me feel good and like them. Did you, were there any, was there any sound on your version? No. Okay. Me neither. I'm just checking. Yeah, I watched a different version, but yeah. Okay. I, but okay. Guess what? I like these people. I know. And you can't claim that they're just putting people. I did not care at all about Hangman Adam Page. Yeah. Yeah. So they've made me like these people. And they're people I want to see every week. Back, more pay-per-view recaps. Cody comes out with a TNT belt. Cody loves Tom. Oh, I had Cody loves Tom's Brandy. Tom Brady, not Brandy. Oh, yes. I don't know why, but yeah. Cody, I, this was a good Cody reset. Cody says, you know what? Everybody thinks that it was me and Tony Khan, but Tony Khan wanted to do wrestling, and I wasn't his first choice or his second or his third. He kind of had to, you know, deal with me, but here I am, and there's no nepotism. And then he kind of does the what is it called when you give somebody a compliment, but then you it's really an insult? It's the uh the the, the backhanded compliment or the sideways or the sideways compliment. Yeah, I have learned not to guess myself because I know I would have been wrong and everybody would have made fun yeah, of me. Yeah, but we would have used whatever you said forever, like dog that bites me instead of the <laughs> Instead of the, the the pet peeve or whatever. So Yes. So he says, you know, I, I'm not the one with the natural talent. Dustin got all the Dusty. But my mom was really smart. I'm like, wow. No. Yeah, this Dustin's is very well done. Got buried there. What? I know. I know. A lot of heat on Dustin's mom. Yep. 
So I expect Dustin's mom to come in and attack Cody next week. Oh, also, guy with Apple. She what is his name? Their best friend that they put on TV. Just QT Marshall. Why is he outside holding the apple, but he's hitting on a, a girl? He has every week. He has I don't a new know. Because now he's like some Latin lover that's hitting on a, on a chick. He's like, hey, think, baby. He's got an I think apple. He's in a, I think he's in a three-way tie contest with um, Eric Rowan and Tank Liar on NXT to see who could have the most dumb gimmicks at once. <laughs> So, into this, Cody has an open challenge for this TNT belt, so he'll take on anybody. Tag match. Jimmy Havoc, Kip Sabian with Penelope Ford against SCU, Scorpio, Sky, and Kaz. I thought I had my JR thing out, but they come out, and JR's like, oh, look, Kip Sabian, he's with that Penelope Ford if you're keeping track of rats and romances. Wow. I've never known any. Do you know what? Penelope Ford seems like a perfectly good person to me. I don't. Um, why would you want to she say is a, anything? She is a wrestler, and yes, you just said she's... she was a ring rat that hangs around wrestlers and just dates them because they're wrestlers and and doesn't have any talent. That's what you just said, Jr. You really just said that about your wait about your coworker. Really? <sighs> then, because I, I shouldn't have to tell you this, but Jr. talks about the seventies and some old British wrestlers. Yeah. Oh, so whoever wins this match gets a match for the tag team titles eventually. I don't really know when. Match is too long for what it is. Sorry, but it is. Penelope stops SCU's pin, and eventually the heels get a win. So, of course, the heels get a win. Whatever. We're good. But wait. But, but, what, but, okay. I'm good with this. Whatever. Let's move on. There's another weird freaky cut here where we, like, Cut to some guy's hands or something. Larry, this was a num- you missed. This was a number one contender match. This this tag team. Match. I said they get a, a world a tag team title shot. But you so. have to explain that at the you have to say that at the pay per view, the the buy in match was a number one contender match for the tag titles. Oh yeah, I said whenever. It's, we have, but here's the thing. Okay. But here's the thing. We've done it's this not, in AEW I know. for a month now, know. where we were multiple back stacking title shots. So yes. So here's the thing. They have a number one contender on a list that they don't care about. They have matches to determine it, and then they have another match to determine it. So what it... What? Whoa, 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 whoa. They also have battle royals to give away a, a shot. Yeah. But listen, so it's very confusing, but let me clarify because now they finally are very clear. So the winner of this match today gets a title match next week. The winner at the buy-in at the pay-per-view gets a match at the next pay-per-view? What? That's months away. What? Yes. Okay. Yes. Earlier today, MJF talks, like always, and he thinks there's some conspiracy. And I, this, okay, I got to complain about AEW. I didn't like this because MJF is like, but it doesn't, all these conspiracies don't matter because we're having a battle royal tonight for the TNT tie, first shot at the TNT title. Did we cover? Was did I miss that earlier in the show or last week? No, the, yes, last week they said it, and I thought okay, it was for the world title, but no, it's for the TNT title, which is better because again, at least yeah. with the world title, we have. Never mind. The point is, at least, yeah. Oh, with the world title, we have the chip 
I think it's coined Brian Cage is the number one contender. So we didn't need yet another number one contender, even no. though there's a number one contender on a list again, that doesn't ever get a shot for some reason. So I'm not sure why people are ranked. And then I understand they're going to have matches, but no, this is not for the world title. This is for the TNT title. So yes, you did miss it, Larry. Good, good, good. Cause I'm, I'm happy to be wrong here, but, but, the whole, but what? what did Cody say in his promo though? He was going to have an open challenge every week. So, yeah. So if he has an open challenge, then why do we need a battle royal to what? The whole question is... I don't want this to be WCW, that's all. It is... Okay, well, I thought you were going to say TNT, TNA for for a second. But no, it's not yet. Yeah, it's convoluted. But okay. The whole question is, MJF is like, hey, Wardlow's going to be in this, and he'll help help me clean everybody out, and then he'll lay down for me. And Wardlow's like, will I? And I'm like, okay, whatever. Well, that's the first dissension between these two we've ever even messed around with. Okay. But okay, it hasn't been long enough for dissension. Wardlow is. Yes, it has. It's been. Yes, it has. Because here's why this is just one match. This is just a jokey tease. Okay. Well, this is jokey tease is fine. Yeah. But I'm saying Wardlow has to show me that he's a powerhouse. He's only had one match. Wardle has to beat like match, but, okay. has to beat Cody in a match, and then MJF gets a shot and fails or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then okay. we turn Wardlow face. I don't know if he's got right. it. That's fine. Not my job. Uh so okay. Here's here was the juggling I did after all the wrestling of the week. I really was angry. Yeah. Because my shows and behind the scenes, Joe, is there anything worse to cover than a battle royal? When, when you're on a podcast. It's really hard to take notes because... It's the worst. Here's the thing. With the Royal Rumble, I find that the easiest one. And that's the most Agreed. amount of data, right? Yeah. But, but it's it's when you segmented, have, it's fun. The problem is when you have one where guys are already in the ring, it's trouble. Yeah. It's always just... It, yeah. It's, it's just a cluster. It's the worst thing to review. So I had one on each of my shows. So I was so mad. But this is yeah. how... This is how bad... The, the Vikings Raiders thing was, I yeah. was like, when I watched that, I was like, I'm so glad I don't have to cover that. I'm almost okay with having two battle worlds. Okay. That's how much I hated that joke. I did so, yeah. not like taking notes on the bowling. No. Exactly. I, I was like, I, I wouldn't even be able to cover this. So, uh, yeah, it's a battle royal for the number one contender for the TNT championship, yeah. Cody Rhodes. Even though he just said it's an open challenge, I don't think he understands what that means. Maybe after that. I don't care. MJF, word. But then, Larry, if it's after that, have him cut that promo next week. True. Here are some of the contestants because, God, MJF, Wardlow, Luther. Remember Luther? I do. Wasn't he attached to Brandy for one show? He was. And then Brandy, all of a sudden, it was like a fever dream or something that she was ever (laughs) a voodoo master. Mm hmm. So the librarian, Peter Avalon, uh, was Brandon Cutler in there or did I just imagine that? <sighs> was he in there? I don't know. I don't there was so many people. Christopher <clears throat> Daniels, Sonny Kiss, Marco Stunt. I don't remember. Sorbos, Jungle yeah. Boy, Coke Cabana. And then Billy Gunn is in the audience. And he's like, whatever, I'll get in here. But notice they can't, they're not allowed to call him Billy Gunn. He's the gun club, but they can only call him Billy. What the? Wait, 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 remember when uh, Cody was Cody, but no Rhodes? Because it was Cody with Brandy Rhodes. Right, yeah. Cody and Brandy Rhodes. <laughs> I don't know. 
So everybody fight. Orange Cassidy comes out after the bell because, of course, he does. But because Orange Cassidy walked in the background, Santana and Ortiz jump him and beat him up. Uh, MJF hides hides behind, uh, what's his name? Wardlow. Wardlow. Oh, because Luther. Luchasaurus puts out Luther. JR calls Sonny a she. Which, okay, listen. We've heard, we after this, we did hear from uh, Sonny Kiss, yes, Sonny Kiss will accept he or she. So that's fair, okay, that's except fine. for JR's that's intent fine. with the comment. But let's go on. Wardlow throws out Sonny Kiss. Now, Luther and Sonny Kiss has been, have been thrown out, and, H- and JR says, what a lovely couple they would make. Yeah, on the, like, whatever ride at the amusement park or whatever. Like, why? Just leave it alone. Why? Alone. Just, 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 you know what? Stop. By the way, Colt Cabana's move is called the Flying Apple, but then we got that other guy right. with mm-hmm. the apple. I don't understand. Uh, Colt put out, oh, Colt goes out by gun, I guess. I don't understand. Marco goes out by Daniels. None of this matters. Uh, blah, blah, let's jump. Wardlow and Jungle Boy and MJF are all that's left in the yeah. Mm-hmm. But guess what? Orange Cassidy never got in the ring. Oh. So he's going to be in it. MJF accidentally hits Wardlow. Uh-oh. But MJF goes out by Jungle Boy. Cassidy and Jungle Boy put, put out Wardlow. And then Jungle Boy punches Cassidy and Jungle Boy wins. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I am fine with a very slow build of Jungle Boy eventually becoming somebody who matters. Me too. And it wouldn't matter if he wins the TNT title or he wins no, the no, world no. title. No, no, Or he doesn't. Even if he doesn't. The even point if this is, is a slow bit build he's, for two Yeah, years. he's a guy that you can build for, for yeah. three years, you know? Yeah. And that's remember, perfectly remember fine. Remember a little guy named Shawn Michaels? I do. And you I know what? what? Yeah, I know. I, I know this one Cyclops guy um, <laughs> that used to be, I think that was Every his name. Every time you see him now, aren't I know. you? I like, I feel bad. I don't want to make fun of his appearance, no, but he is becoming. He is becoming a Cyclops. And he knows it. It's not a. It's not a hidden thing. <laughs> you know. It's not okay. It's not something you can hide. Can you no. imagine any any change in your physical appearance that, that you could hide more than being a cyclops? I know. I don't think so. I know. Is that becoming a cyclops? Mm. Uh, back to re- we're back to the arena. There's cheerleaders there. You remember, like we had at the arena match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they okay. I don't know. I don't because I don't want to give them a rub, and I don't care. But AEW is pimping some streaming service. But they're always like, you can watch a movie or a series or this adult animation. Is there not another phrase? Oh yeah, there is, and they don't mean that. They mean like a Family Guy type show or whatever. But yeah, so all I see is tentacles, and I'm probably gonna I know you're, you're, you're thinking the wrong thing there. But you're, yeah, Vicky's there with the cheerleaders. She has pom poms. She introduces in her circle, so that's fun. And mm-hmm. Inner Circle gets out there. They talk about how it's been rough for them, but they will arise from the ashes like five sexy phoenixes. That's funny. <laughs> say they say, you know what? We did all this, and we do it all for the fans. So what? What did we? We brought free merch for the fans. Wow! I wish there were real. There are so many times this week that I wished there were real fans. I know. I, I will way be way too drunk when Drew McIntyre makes his appearance. I wish Drew McIntyre had fans. Me too. I'm not the biggest fan of Drew McIntyre, but he's doing a good job. He's doing a good job, and it's a shame, but I'm glad at least we have somebody there now in the arena. Well, we'll get to that, too. No, we won't. I'll be too drunk. But uh, so they give away – he gives away T-shirts to the fans. You know, remember? Oh, that's a callback. See? See how things work with stories? Mm -hmm. Chekhov's T-shirts. 
Uh, Sammy says, he says, you know what? We didn't win, but you know what? We participated. So Sammy gives out trophies like Jericho's and they're all used trophies. Jericho's trophy is King of dad jokes and stuff. Right. Because it was all he could get in the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, Santine Ortez gives out, uh, Puerto Rican gift baskets, which has Mark Anthony's autographed photo and discount Timberlands. <laughs> Which from Jack Swagger, and he's looking at uh, Jack Swagger. AEW has made me like Jack Swagger. Yeah, this was gold. Uh, Jericho got Sammy a scooter because he's all banged up, and then they got Ortiz noise canceling headphones because he can't hear because of the uh, the bell ringing, and then Jake Swagger Hager w- reads a poem that he wrote because this poems was just, are more. Listen, I don't like Jake's real life you know, belief system, whatever. But this character, wow, this was funny. Yeah, they made me like him. <clears throat> but after it's all over, it's all, it's that Christmas. They like, this would have been fine. Yeah. But then they do the Christmas thing and they're like, wait a minute, everybody, but Jericho, what do you really want? And Jericho's like angry. He's like, you know what? I want, I want Mike Tyson. Cause I'm still bitter about Mike Tyson and everything. And, and Sammy's like, well, I can't get Mike Tyson, but I, I got you a bunch of the bubbly and some cheese. And he opens it up and it's all gone. And oh no, here comes out Mike Tyson with people. It's Choppers. his posse and ex uh, UFC guys. And oh God. Yeah. yeah. I don't know you people, but whatever. They drank the bubbly and ate the cheese and, Jericho's mad. Tyson tries to actually talk to Jericho. That's a, you're not going to Mike Tyson in a, in a, I know. And he, you could tell he wasn't supposed to actually be audible on the mic. He was just supposed to say things off the mic. And yet he's talking about raw, just like JR did earlier. And it's like, why? Okay. I know that's old, but okay. Enough. Jericho demands an apology. They fight. It's a pull apart. Okay. I tell you, I did. I'm not happy about I'm not happy about Mike Tyson beat. I'm not either because this is a thing now and I don't but, like it. Yeah. I was the one off I wasn't happy about the one off for the pay-per-view, but yeah. whatever. It's a thing now, but it's also got Jericho involved, which listen, this is the thing about wrestling. This is the most not wrestling, it's the most important thing about life. You develop if you let someone if someone can trust you, <clears throat> yeah. That means a lot. I trust Jericho, so I'm gonna go with it. I did trust Jericho, but I'm not, I don't want to get into it today. We'll, we'll we'll give him a chance to recover to last we'll till next week. But um, do we have emails about AEW? Is the question? Oh, really? Is that the question? I'm looking, and we do. Uh, this one's from Aguides. Uh, oh. Uh, I wasn't as concerned as you were last week about Brandy not getting her comeuppance against Jake the Snake at Double or Nothing because I thought the feud between Lane and Cody, oh, Lance and Cody, it must mean, uh, was going to continue for a few weeks. And if she didn't want to be around Mike Tyson, would you blame her? Okay, fair. (laughs) Fair. That's very fair. Speaking of Mike Tyson not wanting to be around, I'm scared, Joe. The ending of Jericho and Tyson has me scared. Jericho is the master of having a feud with an absent person. Like with Triple H and Cena. I don't want Mike Tyson stinking up my Wednesday nights or another pay-per-view. I don't either. Is this what they are building toward? 
I'm scared this is what they're building toward. Please say there's some dirt sheet saying that Brandy super kicked Tyson <laughs> and she wants nothing to do with AEW and he wants nothing to do with AEW. Or after the difficulty of ripping off his t-shirt, they don't want to have anything to do with him. <laughs> oh, he ripped off the t-shirt just fine compared to like say Alex Luger or somebody. Oh um, well, okay, but that's that's yeah. a high. No one will ever poorly right. rip off a t-shirt better better than Lex. Um Hoping Jericho feuds with anyone else there or not, Egides. Um, I'm so sorry, but yeah, this is probably going to, he's going to go away for a while and then they're probably going to do a, a thing at Fighter Fest. I'm sorry. It's probably going to be a boxing match where Jericho loses in three seconds or whatever. I, I know. I don't, I don't want it. I'm just letting you know that's reality of it. You know, I, I'm sorry. I, I'll call a spade a spade. It's, it's, it's that's a racist. Don't don't do that. That's not I'll funny. Call a club a club. No. But I'll call a heart a heart. Thank you. Uh, but listen, there's certain things that certain things are addicted to. Wrestling is addicted yeah. to mainstream press. It just is. Well, because always you, has. You been. have to be and able to get exposure outside your so, your main audience. I know. But Joe, it how okay? How many times has it worked? We have watched Joe between you and I. How much wrestling has we have we watched? How many mainstream press pushes have we seen? And how many times has it worked? Less times it works, but the times no, it does. You're saying less times. I say five percent of the time. I will say Ronda Rousey worked. And I'm going to struggle for a lot. Of, any other example? That's fine. I think it's more than that, but I do think. No, I think the 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 Mayweather Big Show thing worked. Okay, there's two money. There you was money. Much, you know how much WCW spe- spent on the Kiss and the Kiss Demon? Well, that didn't work at all. Concerts and yeah, that did, that was nothing. What about Pac-Man Jones? What about what about that match with uh, okay, Reality Lady and I know. TNT? Like what was, what was it? Wow. Oh God! Yeah, I remember. I do remember it, that. Hmm. Yeah, and those didn't work because those were minor. When you talk about major celebrities or major, you know, household names, that's where it ends up working, and that's what they're hoping for with this Tyson thing. I just think they picked the wrong guy. I don't think there. I don't think there's a right guy. Not not because the idea couldn't work. <clears throat> I don't think you can get anyone bigging big enough in the real world to lower themselves to wrestling. Hey, I'm not saying wrestling. I love wrestling, but you're not getting that A-list player. No, I understand. To come to wrestling. You're getting Mike Tyson, you're getting Snooky, Snooky, what is his name? It's Snooky and Jay Wow, yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you're getting those people. Yeah. So it's it's a worthless waste of money 99% of the time. I'm sorry. Burp, excuse me. You got one. Especially from- racist. Yes. Or ra- racist. Rapist. Sorry, they're so close. So- I know. Oh, it's so horrible. sad. But yeah, Mike Tyson, not excusable. So um, what do you got for email? You got a short email uh-huh. here. No, I have a long one and I've been drinking. Hey, you guys, do? this week's Dynamite was disappointing. What? Hmm. They were coming off a hot pay-per-view which raised expectations for new stories and new directions, and they stumbled on their first steps. The first stumble was the confusion around the number one contingency. Mm -hmm. On Saturday, best friends, okay, you're right, you are so right, were established as the number one contenders for the tag team titles, 
But then we had a number one contenders match between SCU and Havoc and Sabian. Yeah. Which means next week we have a title match to determine who faces the number one contenders at Fighter Fest. That's too many moving parts in a story. While you, sir, are absolutely correct. Sorry. Yeah. He is. We had a battle royal for the number one contendership for the <laughs> TNT title, which is undercut before it started by Cody saying he would defend the belt. Correct. Correct. What makes the number one? Well, I'm sorry, but you're totally right. More importantly, we have the creepy treatment of women. Ugh. From Allie spending the entire show to fl- flirting with Ke- QT Marshall. Okay. I would be okay with that, except it was QT Marshall. So, yeah, that's obviously insulting to anyone. Okay, but also she's not the bunny. And also, why isn't she with her husband on the other? Did they get a divorce? What? To say this. Okay, this email is going to ruin AEW. For for JR saying Christy James goes down pretty good. To every word that came out of JR's mouth about about Penelope Ford, the show wasn't exactly a welcoming environment for women. That's okay, because the main event was setting up a feud between Chris Jericho and a rapist who can't wrestle. You're ruining things. Well, but it's true. He's yeah, right. It's terrible. It's really frustrating that there was so many bits of the show I loved. Matt Hardy and his old spot monkey gear. Britt Baker, full of the conspiracy theories. Cody saying Dustin got all the dusty in a great promo. Everything Kenny and Hangman did in picture in picture. Jungle Boy getting a title shot. All these things are great. But they're not what I what I think of when I think of the show, and that's a shame. Do better, AEW. Oh my God, that's your ringtone, Joe. Yeah. Do better, AEW. We all know you can. Thanks for me. Yeah. Do better. There's nothing worse than when someone's right. You're the worst, Ian. <laughs> Stop being yeah, right. I know. And it's a lot of things I did talk about already, but it's I can't really argue with it. <sighs> Makes me sad. It makes me sad. You know what? If you want to be happy, though, Larry, watch Being the Elite from a few weeks ago because I don't usually take the time to watch it. You, It's an episode for you. Being Okay, I got to write this down because drinking. Being. I'll remind you after the show. In fact, we okay. can watch it together after the show if you want. Um, okay. They had, they had a funeral for Vanguard 1. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, really? I didn't see the episode when it was new, but oh, I heard about it. Amazing. And then I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something you have to see. So. <laughs> okay, good. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so um, uh, NXT, are we doing that? Oh, I've heard about it. You heard about it? Like it's a rumor? Yeah, it's a thing. Okay. I really like the ending, but okay. Uh, NXT taped, sure, whatever. But at least we have a sort of crowd now because that's WWE's thing where we have the performance center, mostly the the jobbers or the enhancement kids all in the crowd. So that's fine. Tonight, uh, we're going to open with a triple threat tournament match to see who faces Phantasma in the final for the Cruiserweight title. And by the way, they stopped saying interim. Why? Because they realized how dumb it would be if we have to then you can make a story about Devlin saying he's the true cruiserweight champion and do that later. But right now you probably don't want to remind people um, about the, the fact that this tournament isn't for anything. I don't even know why they ever talked about interim in the first place, but whatever that seems to be gone. So 
We're not going to well, question. Well, I, I know exactly why because you didn't think about what you were doing. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's WWE right there. That's their gimmick. Uh, the match is Drake Maverick versus Kushida versus Jake Atlas. So, oh, Tom gets confused sometimes and thinks it's no submissions. So that's good. Remember last week, Drake thought it was no countouts. <laughs> what is going on? It's not. It's not really that confusing. Um, but it's a great little match. I'm very glad we had a crowd for this because this match really worked. So no, I don't have any problem with anything that's happening. I just constantly am watching this tournament, thinking I should be more invested, and I'm not. Okay, well, this one I was I was invested because this is the one where we find out if they're pushing Drake Maverick or not, or if this is a storyline or a joke. So. Well, I actually, after this match, because I am kind of into the phantasm, that whole thing. Yeah. I'm actually into it now. Like, I am ready to watch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yes. But the build has not done it for me. But there's going to be a big story happening next next show. Yes. Yeah. Um, Excuse me. Like I said, very glad we had a crowd for this match. Rainbow DDT on Spud. And that's... Atlas's finisher, so that should be it. But Spud does that thing where he looks for Kushida to come in and break up the pin. Like, come on, can't kick out of this, can't ruin Jake's move. Uh, Kushida breaks it up and saves Spud. And then Kushida does the flying arm bar and the Sakuraba lock on Atlas, which is the hoverboard lock. But I guess Morrow got yelled at for calling it hoverboard lock. But while the submission is on Atlas, Spud jumps in and pins Atlas. So the bell rings and Kushida thinks that Jake tapped out from the, the hoverboard lock. But no, Spud won. So Spud won in a good way where he didn't have to be like the super, you know, the greatest wrestler of all time or anything. He just won the match. So he wins. Kushida's confused. Phantasma comes out to shake Spud's hand, and it's really not bad. This is, again, I'll take either one. I'll take all this time. You think it was, you know, those guys were trying to kidnap Phantasma, but they're with him. I'll also accept all these guys come out and you think they're with Phantasma, and they're really with Spud, and he's been evil this whole time, and all the crying was fake, and all. That's fine, too. I'm okay with either of those stories. As long as we get one of them. I you know? think we will. I, I think this tournament was really poopy to begin with. <clears throat> yeah. But the where it's ending up, I'm actually happy with. Yeah. Still don't like the fact that we have a real champion hanging out there, but... I know. I, w- I would be super happy if that real champion had a personality and was a, you know, something that you were, like, looking forward to them coming back. But True. he didn't get to be the champion. Right, we didn't even know him. Right, we only no. knew him if you watched NXT UK and you realized he was, like... um Kind of like a Finn Balor Jr., but not really like an evil version. He was the venom to to what's that's I guess is that irony. He was the venom to Finn Balor's Spider Man, even though mm-hmm. Balor used to dress up like Venom. Anyway, um, breaking news from TV Guide: Is this a joke? They broke the news last week that it's Io Shirai against Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley tonight. Wait, so you wanted to get a rub? Yeah. From TV Guide. The channel that used to... That the used, thing that doesn't even exist. That used to host um, Impact Wrestling. Yeah. Remember that? Okay. Got an, got an article in Life Magazine. Yeah. And oh, Reader's Digest reported. <laughs> but today, tonight, it's Ric Flair and um, Dusty Rhodes. No. It's Charlotte and Question Mark. 
It's a partner of her choosing against Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai. Okay, that's fine. Hope the partner she chooses doesn't make the universe explode or anything, implode or whatever. Destroy the fabric, as <clears throat> excuse me, Doc Brown would say. Backstage, Timothy Thatcher gets told the rules of the cage pit fight thing, whatever, by Kurt Angle. Because Kurt's, yes, it is official, Kurt's the referee. Which is weird, because Kurt was one of the guys that got furloughed by WWE in the COVID uh, beginnings. Yeah, but, he's, but he hasn't re-signed either, so... Correct, he has not. He probably will. And did you know he was asked to be Matt Riddle's manager? And he said no. Oh, wow. You want a great mouthpiece like modern-day Kurt Angle. Seriously, my... Riddle has the charisma. He doesn't need a manager. Get out of here yeah, with that. I'm... That's stupid. Uh, Johnny, you know what? You know when he would need a manager? When he's, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, when he's heel RVD. That's when he needs a manager. You could get a Fonzie oh. out there or something. Yeah. yeah. Johnny Wrestling and Mrs. Wrestling, the Garganos family, come out, and he starts a thing. It's called the Johnny Invitational, <laughs> and it's going to be, he wrestles, he picks a, a young upstart that's learning, and he calls him out and has a match with him. So he calls out Adrian Adonis. No, it's Adrian Alanis. <laughs> Is that real? But Why yes, do you do things like that? I don't know. You've ruined his career now. He'll never get over as Adrian Alanis. So guess well, what? Well, it's like Austin Theory. Don't call someone Austin. Right. They're names you just don't use. I agree. John, it's Johnny versus Alanis and, of course, Squash. Gargano Escape. Yeah, that's it. On the Tron, though, okay. This is a mix of horrible and good. So it's dinner with the Yim Lee family. Because it's Mia Yim and Keith Lee sitting down to a parody dinner like the Garganos did. Why did it look like they used the same set? How would they have be in their house? Okay, maybe they didn't. Okay, uh, whatever. That's not a problem for me. The problem is this thing is filled with errors and dumb stuff. They're doing the, the funny parts are they're like, let's do it just like this. You take this flashlight and you put it under your face, and then all of a sudden the music gets different and it gets and Mia Yim's trying to do the gimmick where she's mocking Candace. The problem is she's mocking her for not having a ever won a title, but Mia Yim's never won a title either. And then I Yeah. Don't don't be picky. Go ahead. What? You're being a little picky. Because I, like I really this. didn't think it was that funny. That's all. I liked. I liked. I, th- I liked okay. the Keith Lee part. I like the Keith Lee part a lot, where he's oh, like, ah, great, yeah. now I can't see because he has a flashlight in his face. That's very good. But I liked. Her, I actually liked her more here than maybe okay, I good. ever have. Well, good because they gave both of these wrestlers personalities here, which I really yes. liked. Um, but there was just a lot of errors in the in the things they were saying. But besides that, okay, fine, whatever, it's fine. Then who comes in? Tegan Knox comes in as like the pizza delivery person or something. And she's like, here, I got brought you pizza. But I, oh, and the, here's the problem with this. She got it from Gargano's Pizza, which is a real place. Um, but you can't like bury that because that's a real business owned by Johnny's dad. And his dad, you know, that that would be really sad to bury that. So instead of saying the pizza's bad, she's like, oh, I ate most. I got hungry on the way here. And then she Go takes ahead. the second last slice but then Keith Lee looks in the box and he goes, one slice, but he already saw her take open it and she he already knew what 
I don't know. Whatever. It, whatever. The parts that were good were really good. The parts that were stupid, really stupid. So it was for me a mix, a mixed bag. But I saw I saw people trying to do really good stuff. So and that's I, the thing. They were trying. So I give them credit for that. You and know? I thought Keith Lee. Now the only negative. I'm sorry in wrestling when you start introducing couples, you're stuck with that. I know. I know. Well, unless it's WWE and they're like. Becky and Seth, well, we ran out of ideas. So then they just separated them. And that was it. Uh, So backstage interview with Rockstar Spud or Drake Maverick, whatever you want to call him. He wants to win fairly. He wants the title and he wants to save his job. But he's like, but I'm a face. This is the other thing that made me believe that maybe the bad guys are with Spud. Because he's like... I really want to. I really want to win fair, even if it means having another match. And Kushida comes in, and he says, "No." He says, "You were fighting for your life. You're the winner. So just you know what, go face Phantasma and just go win." And Spud thanks Kushida and says, "Well, good. Well, you know what, you definitely are going to get the first title shot. This would be awesome if Spud's the bad guy." Oh my god. I- I really hated this. Didn't hate. I just could not get into this. Well, because there was no story in in the last two weeks. I want to know what's going on. And I'm kind of losing that bitterness about everybody being fired, which I feel bad about myself. I I know, but that's, you know, that's, we'll see. (sighs) Yeah. Tag team. Oh, not tag. Yeah. Tag team champions. Uh, Fabian Eichner and, and Marcel Bartel. They cut a promo on, uh, number one and two. That's Lorkin and Birch. So, and they say they're great. And that's it. So, Tank Wolf, whatever she, her, I don't know. Twenty gimmicks. She's, I, I don't know. Twenty gimmicks versus Giant Gonzalez with Dakota Kai. And I know what I, what I want to do is yeah. run through twenty gimmicks in the developmental. So when I get to WWE, I'm burnout and. They do nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. When when they they will have to wipe clean, just clean slate her, whitewash her when she comes to WWE, and she'll just totally green hair. That's all it's going to be. Well, do you know she got she got a talking to because last week on Raw she sidled herself. She was on the side of the camera, which is fine because then you can cut to her when you want to in the crowd. But then last week she like weaseled her way over to the ramp area. And then stayed there most of the night. So every match was like, who's that interesting green-haired character over there? Oh, it's just an NXT jobber. And then this week, she got this taping, even though they were taped at the same time. Um, she got told, no, you can't be, you can't have green hair and be in the front row like that, where everyone sees you. So, yeah. I have so much to say about the NXT crowd at Raw, but I know I'm not going to be physically able to do it by then. But okay, yeah, we'll try. We'll get there. Um so we'll try. Um, Dakota Kai is out there like rummaging through the t- bait, the little tank that tank wolf girl comes out on. And Tegan Knox comes out and stops her. The match itself is pretty sloppy and bad. And I'm going to guess that's maybe um, Giant Gonzalez's fault. But. Tank face goes into... Oh, okay. So the match gets sloppy because Tank face goes into business for herself. Larry, did you see these two bad spots? Because Tank girl 
tells sets up Gonzalez on the ropes. Like she's okay. like in, in 619 position. Remember that part? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm trying to, yeah. She calls a move, whatever it was gonna be, and then runs the ropes. But as she runs the ropes, Gonzalez has a problem and crawls away to talk to the referee in the corner. And then Tank Girl goes into business for herself and jumps on Gonzalez's back with, with a senton. Oh. oh, was that that weird, like, where you crossed over, she crossed over to the left? Yes. Okay. And it was like, hey, whoa. And so Gonzalez didn't fall down right away because she did, wasn't ready and couldn't sell it. That could have went horribly wrong. You cannot go into business for yourself like that. That's not how that works. She didn't know it was coming. And then Candace comes out at some point, and now she's fighting with Tegan Knox or somebody. And then Tank Girl decides, I'm going to try that coffin drop that I saw on AEW. Oh. And she almost dies doing it to the floor. Doesn't land. She lands past the people. Oh my God. It's Kodakai so, cheats. Gonzalez wins. What a mess. This was like we, scary. What if Tank Girl gets caught up? On the same or on Raw, yeah, and, and goes against Nia Jax. They're both yeah. gonna die in one in one match. <laughs> your your head is wait, and then and then Alexa Bliss comes over, and your your head will explode. Uh yeah, probably. Oh my god, Larry, this I is have a, embarrassing. I have a, okay, I I have a feeling she's gonna stay around for a while, and we'll probably learn. But then that was my Alexa Bliss thing too. So well, what do I know? Well, okay. She learned how to uh, be blonde and um, get the tag titles a lot. So that's good. Hmm. Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai versus Charlotte in question mark. Guess who Charlotte chose? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, she, yeah. I couldn't believe it. She chose upside down Charlotte. What world are we living so in? Charlotte I told and Chelsea you, Joe, Green. there's some weird thing going on. The whole universe has shifted into reverse or yes. something or backwards form. I. We have Charlotte in reverse Charlotte for no reason, really, in storyline. No, it's like matter and antimatter against Ripley and Shirai. So Morrow, oh my God, Morrow actually talks about Hanakamura and says, don't bully people. Excalibur, that's what you should have done. It would have taken you, let's see, 10 seconds. That's all. I'm saying that's a hard... To, to make a commentator talk about something without some kind of outline or something is rough. And I don't blame Excalibur for that. I still don't. You write a thing down that takes 10 seconds. Morrow did it. Yeah. yeah. Well, Morrow is a good professional guy. I like Morrow. Are you saying Excalibur is a rookie? Yeah. No, I'm saying he's trying his best. Mm, he didn't try that time. I think he did. Okay. Charlotte cheats and uses the ropes and wins. Oh, my God. That's actually awesome because maybe that means she loses at the pay-per-view. I don't care so much Charlotte. I can't put this much Charlotte in my head. I got I was I was bent out of shape about Charlotte this week because I just every show I can't and, and I know maybe just a viewer is just I even a viewer is a little tired of it. But as reviewing this, it's just too much. Yeah. I, so much, and you could say what you want about Cena and him being the focus, but it wasn't like this. No, this every is... time I turn around, it's Charlotte, and the, the women's division is a smaller section anyway. Right. So when she's dominating in it, it's it's a hundred percent of this. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, really, did good. they bring back the women's 
did they focus on the women's tag title just so we could get a break from Charlotte? Because no, it's just because that's how they're writing it. I don't know. I don't know. Backstage, the Garganos are mad. So next week, it's Candice against Mia Yim. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, okay. So they announced that on the pay-per-view, it's it's Johnny against um, Keith Lee for the, the United States title or whatever it's called, North American title. Yeah, that's cool. And that's cool. But poor Candice and Mia Yim don't even get to be on the pay-per-view. They're like, yeah, that's just free on NXT next week. So whatever. Not everybody could fit on the pay-per-view. Matt Riddle backstage with Kurt Angle, and he's also going over the rules. Uh, William Regal and Adam Cole do split-screen negotiations. And Cole's mad because he he has a list of demands. And Regal's like, I don't think you understand how to negotiate. Um, he says, first of all, I want Undisputed Era to get a tag title shot. That's probably not going to happen. And also, I want to make sure if I do have to wrestle Velveteen Dream, that I never then have to wrestle him again. And Regal's like, I don't understand. This isn't negotiations. You don't understand how negotiations work. You're acting like a baby. And uh, Cole thinks that's pretty funny. Regal agrees. Okay, fine. Listen, you're going to wrestle Dream, but then fine. He doesn't get another title shot again if, you know, that's it against yeah. you. But Regal says, I'm going to put the spotlight on you and give you a very special setting. And he never says what it is. Did he mean pay per view? Because that's every pay per view is the NXT title on the line. What, what did I he think mean? He means a gimmick. That's what I think too. It's a cinematic match. Yes, I think there's yeah. And they don't want to like say that because some, we're sick of those. Yeah, I think you're right. Too, but we'll see. What if they have to fight inside that in your house house that's really tiny, like they're fighting in a doll house? But it's a it's all purple and like crazy Prince stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It just sounded weird. It sounded like, okay, well, I'll, wink, wink, something. Right. Well, there's I'm like, but the tell thing me is, what it is. Right. There's, this isn't the go home show. There's still one more show before the pay-per-view. Oh, okay. So. I thought there was, okay. Well then, okay. That's fine. Well, yeah, yeah. because the pay-per-view's be, on the it'll weekend. It'll be the Velveteen dream house. Right. Like or something like Barbie, that. Except Barbie dream house, except in purple. Yes. And I think that would be good. Um, number one and number two, Promo, in case people don't get it again, that is Oni Larkin, Danny Birch. They're at a place and they're talking. They're in a bar. And Larkin says he has a master's in bar fighting. I don't think that's real. And they master's in bars. <laughs> yeah, that's you. So they talk about being a tag team. I just really like these guys. I wish they were more than they are, but at least they're doing a promo with them. Okay, you know what? Right now. Shoot them up right now. Don't let them get involved in any more just stupid NXT okay. stuff. Put it on right now. Throw them up there. Give them a gimmick. They have, though. They've been on, like, Raw, and they, they lost. When, yeah, no one remembers that. Okay. Throw them up. Give them a gimmick. Let them go. Either they make it sink or swim right now. Okay. Because hanging around NXT <clears throat> is doing nothing for them. And, yeah. and they could be something. Let's see. Okay. Dominic Dijakovic is the next one to get called up, by the way. Just letting you know. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Already in the ring, Leon Ruff versus... Nothing with him. Chompy. I know. Chompy against Ruff. The crit... Okay, this is part of the problem with these NXT kids. They boo Chompy like they don't understand the gimmick. Here's... Okay, here's the problem with this small crowd. 
Number one, sometimes it makes billion dollar company WWE sound like championship wrestling from Hollywood where it's like this little indie show. Okay. You're covering all this stuff. We can talk about it now. Okay. Then we'll talk about it now. So they don't know what to cheer or boo. Yes. And then, so they remember that Chompy was a bad guy for a long time. And that when you hear that, no one will survive thing, you boo him. So they're booing him, but also they're booing him because they're standing up for their, the guy they're closer to, who is Leon Ruff, who is like them at the low end of NXT. So they're cheering for the the the, the hero kid, like the, the underdog is what I'm trying to say. So they're not really understanding the psychology of this because this is Chompy trying to get over and show what he can do to Leon Ruff the way Karrion Cross showed what he can do to Leon Ruff. That's the story, but they don't get that. So this kind of doesn't work. Also, let's keep talking. Uh, when I am in a crowd or any of you are in a crowd, yeah. we do what we want and we don't worry about what the company wants us to do. Right. So it's definitely not going to feel organic, right? Correct. I mean, that's another. And it's also why I was going to say the whole thing about seeing me, it makes it sound small, which I don't know why it works better in AEW, but it seems to work better in AEW because it feels like they're more in on it instead of being forced to be there. And that's probably just in the back of my mind. It's not just that, Larry. It's that they have behind everything. They have more crew and their families and stuff there, too. It's not just the wrestler. So there's more noise. Okay, Maybe that's the sound I'm hearing. Yeah. And then also, this happens on Raw. Somebody in NXT developmental is like, ah, I'm this character and I have this phrase. On Raw, somebody keeps like their their catchphrase is Scooby Doo, uh oh, rut row. Oh so my somebody god! Somebody near the serious? mic is screaming rut row got all it. the time, okay. which I'm sure is your little cute little gimmick you got for this. You know, two months in NXT, it's going to be changed. Everybody. <laughs> I don't think it, and it's weird to say because obviously in AAW you have development of developed characters and yeah. everybody, your people. Yeah. But it seems that the NXT crowd is trying to pimp themselves yeah. more than the AEW crowd. Right. Which is weird. But the AEW crowd's not worried about being fired if they screw up something. Okay. They also haven't been standing for 12 hours. Yeah. They also don't fly in or, or you know, come in and be stuck there and. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's true. It's better than empty arena, but man, I can't wait to get back to crowds. I know. Oh. It is it's very weird. It's very strange. In a lot of different ways. And like I said, I don't think some of them understand what their goal is cuz some of them are over the, there to put themselves over. Like Shotzi was the first week and like Rutro was this week and also people you can't this isn't New Japan. They start chanting like like cheering or I'm sorry, calling out person's name. Like on Raw, they were like, Charlotte, Charlotte. Like they'd be like, Bushi, Bushi. Like, yeah, but honestly, if if, you can't know, if WWE said, well, we can have, you know, 40 people in the audience come in and be in the audience. That's fine. But if they say come in and be in the audience and you're employed by me and you have to start thinking about what I don't, I want to hear a crowd doing things because that's what they want to do. I I don't want to hear and it's just, especially with NXT, it's with both of them, but especially with NXT, it's a yeah. little disingenuous 
And I, I don't even think they're they're just trying. I don't know what I would do. No, am I, I supposed Vince? Am I supposed to boo this bad guy? Obviously, you boo the bad guy, but then I don't want to make him seem weak. I don't. Yeah, let me pull back the curtain from Hot Air Bloom Wrestling with Jeff Katz when I was there. Um, we were told as crowd members on the show, we were told do whatever you want. We were told if you want to. He said, "There's there are faces and heels in this." show and you will learn who they are but don't feel like you have to cheer for the faces and don't feel like you have to boo the heels just do whatever you want and so that became a thing but then also their pa guy was just really really obnoxious and all he wanted to do was start vulgar chants every two seconds so (laughs) mm, that's every day of my life yeah so that was that and then kenny broke a chandelier the the Charlie Chaplin chandelier that's been there for like <laughs> oh I couldn't believe it okay that was something um, yeah you should at least got a piece of it I was nowhere near it I was on the opposite side of that ramp I would have had to yeah I would have had to really try to get a piece of it and there was broken glass everywhere Larry you didn't want a, a piece of that you would have gotten cut up Charlie so. Chaplin chandelier I know I know that I wonder yeah. I forget how much the real amount was that he had to pay for that, but wow. <laughs> I think he was insured, though. So I'm pretty sure it didn't come out of his pocket because I don't remember him paying anybody. Da, no da, da. Anyway, back to this. Um, rough versus Chompy. Scarlet comes out, and she's on the ramp, and she's scouting Chompy and trying to make him nervous because Chompy's got a face carrying cross at the pay-per-view. Beth calls her Charlotte instantly. Charlotte. Charlotte, I don't blame you, Beth, because Charlotte is on every show, but please, please. And then Marl's like, yeah, Scarlet is there. And Tom's like, yeah, Scarlet or Byron or whoever the other one. Well, I don't remember anymore. Um, Squash match, Chompy wins. And then a giant. Oh, this was great. The visual of Chompy in the ring, Scarlet standing near the Tron and looking tiny and a giant close-up of Cross in the Tron. Not a close-up of his face, but like a close-up of his eyes and in black and white. It was a very effective use of of this, I guess you want to call it forced perspective or whatever, but this it's, this was... Um, didn't this look awesome? I am I'm so excited for all these great gimmicks they're getting. I am so disappointed they're all going to be burnt up before they get called up. Um, okay. Come I mean, on, Joe. But you I can mean, still do this there. Alan, What's wrong Alistair with this? Black. I know. I don't but- think there's anything wrong with it. You're entertaining me right now. But by the time you get called up, you're getting worn out. You're getting, it's, it's. I mean, he hasn't even, so he hasn't even wrestled a, a non-jobber yet. Calm down, Larry. I have seen this happen too many times where someone has okay. a great gimmick and all it's right. all burnout. You're, you're too. Get you're up. getting ahead of yourself here, okay? Of course. I'm. I know you're. You're trying to predict the future, but just hold on a minute. That's all. It's puppets. It is puppets. Excuse me. I told everybody. Next week, excuse me, uh, the final cruiserweight title match, and yeah, they they did officially drop interim. They ne- never mention it again. Oh look. The screen shows a graphic. It says, in your house, EO, Charlotte, and Rhea Ripley. And then on the right-hand side, it shows Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream. And it says, next week on NXT, Prime Target. What does that mean, Larry? I, I don't know. 
Let me tell you, Prime Target is code for video, long video packages about both of these stories. So the Seriously? Home, yes. I have no idea what that even means, Prime the Target. The only time I remember ever seeing Prime Target before was when it was Shayna Baszler versus maybe Rhea Ripley. I can't remember the exact match. I think so. I think that was when Rhea won the title and they did long video packages about each of them on the on NXT and that was called Prime Target. Wow. Okay. Well, I hate to go from this NXT, which I really like, to next week, but we'll see. Yeah. Main event, weird cage pit thing, which I okay. ended up loving. Yeah. I was go- – oh, I thought we were going to argue here. I hate to say this, but in the long run, and I don't I don't want this, but I see it happening. It could happen. The biggest breakout star from NXT might be this cage. I don't want it. But this is this is neat. I know. But but I don't want wrestling to become pretend in MMA. I know that. But but this was boy. But when you put yeah, but when you put two MMA guys together with a, a with Kurt Angle, guess what? It works because of the people. Yeah, this so, looked this looked great. This looked like the future wrestling I don't want, but I can't deny that it works. I enjoyed this so much. Guest referee Kurt Angle comes out. Um, it's Matt Riddle against Timothy Thatcher, and boy, wow! I like this so much because it's it's part wrestling match, part MMA, part parkour. Parkour. And cage fighting. This is all neat. And Riddle's using the walls for parkour kicks and all kinds of things. And up, oh, they do a spot. Thatcher gets his teeth knocked out and blood goes everywhere. It's not real, but this looked awesome. And Thatcher's teeth probably all come out anyway. So <laughs> he's toothless aggression if there ever was one. Um, but I wrote, now I want this match for other guys too. Like, can you imagine Brock and Riddle in this match? Oh my God. I want I, it. I felt I was seeing something. And it's not, maybe it's what people, when they complain about how much I like comedy and that's not wrestling. To me, this is not wrestling, but I see the appeal and I see how this yeah. worked. And it, it was did. really neat. Yeah. And, um, oh, and then they, okay. So then they climb to the top of it. Cause it's, it is a pit. And then there's like a, like a, what's it called? Like a balcony type or a walkway at the top. So yeah, which makes no sense, but no, it's kind of goofy, but well, it would make sense if they really could have dug a hole in the arena. And then this walkway would be the, the level floor with the fans. And then they'd go down in the pit. That's the point of it. But anyway, yeah, but you can't really do that in this arena. And then you gotta work the cameras in there. That would be hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole different, you know, animal. That's, that's not for this. But anyway, um, so they climb up to the top part and they start walking around. Are you ready for Liar Tom's comment of the match? Oh, God. What did he say? He says, I'm thinking Skywalkers personally from the 80s. Skywalkers. Really, totally Tom? I missed that. And Tom. I can't believe for a minute he knows that. Tom, did you see the Star War? Did you? You saw the Star War? I'm thinking Skywalkers personally from the 80s was his exact words. Is he talking about that weird scaffold match with the the 
Who was it? Uh, no, Rock and Roll Express. Shut up! He's talking. About, he's no, talking. No, seriously. About, no, he's talking about Empire Strikes Back. But I'm I, saying, wow, wow. Keep going. Okay. Look it up. I am. If he if he's talking about that match that you're talking about, I will no, be impressed. No way. Okay, there's a, a way that I know that, but I don't think there's any way he knows that. But did they not call that the? Go ahead. I'm trying to keep going. Okay. I I want to be wrong and I want to go. Well, no, Tom knew a thing. Wrong. I just yeah. think that like NWA would called the stupid matches Skywalker map. Why am I thinking that? Okay. Why am I even researching? So I am drunk. You people are listening. You like 15 of you know what I'm <laughs> somehow remembering my drunk I know. stupor. I know. So yeah, email in next week. Okay. Please let us know because if he is, if he does just beer. mean those matches and I forgot that that's what they called it, then that's fine. But then that, that was a line that was fed to Tom. Either way, Tom, never mind. Oh, there's He's an no idiot. way Tom knows that. I know. My, You're right. Is my point. Yeah. I'm thinking Skywalker's personally from the 80s. Okay. That's fine. Um, you, I love this match though. Submission. Riddle has to pass out. He can't answer the three from, from, uh, angle and thatcher wins and riddle wakes up and's like what happened this is a really good ending and especially when we find out what happens on smackdown this is actually perfect so it's all fine don't you wish you were me enraged raspberry no do uh, you want sugar free why jay stinger who just wrestled what who just wrestled in the match we we're talking about <laughs> Thatcher and Riddle. To me. Thatcher don't, and Riddle. Oh my Thatcher, God, Larry. Don't you, don't you wish Thatcher had a better character so he could come out of this stronger? I thought he, he did great. He's fine. But I wish he had more of a definable character now that Matt Riddle is leaving that he could take over and be like, look what I did. I chased out the Matt pro- Riddle. But you're right. I wish he was bigger. The I problem is was- NXT is a small pond. And then you have all re- you already have a chompy guy that's like Thatcher and you already have a cross guy that's like Thatcher and you already have, you have a lot of guys that I'm not saying they're the little toothless Benoit type, like, and I hate to say killer because Benoit is a monster and <laughs> whatever. You know what I mean? He's You're like this right. tough, he's like this little tough guy. We already have that in a bunch of characters and there's no room for him right now. But like, but I would love, I would love for, uh, here's what I want. Here's my wish. Adam Cole loses. I hate to say put the title on Velveteen Dream knowing what he did, but okay, put the title on Dream and then you have Thatcher go right after him. But the problem is it's probably carrying Cross next. I agree. So then and where does so Thatcher doesn't have a place, and that's a shame. And, and but Thatcher just got a huge rub right there. Yeah. So where do you go? That was a great, it was a great match. It was a great gimmick. You know, you move, you move Riddle up. Everything works, except what do you do with Thatcher? Now you can do this and they've done it many times is next week. Thatcher comes out with a tired, a big promo and blows up. But can he do that? And can he do that in COVID times? Yeah, that's a really good question. And I don't know the answer. I guess we have to wait and see. Do you have any NXT emails? I do have one that says, hello, gents. Oh, I really hi. enjoy the pit fight on NXT. Me My concern too. is that this is that Vince might want to steal it and use it for three matches a year in oh. WWE. Oh, and that God. makes no sense. 
when NXT should have its own things like pit fights and war games. No, everything in NXT belongs to WWE, and if they want it, they will take and it. That's just so, it. Yeah. Sorry. Although Asuka and Shana, Shana in a pit fight might be pretty good. Of course it would be good. Yeah. Last by the week. way, by the way, Larry, what happened to Shayna Baszler? Remember the one week we, we we said Raw was so amazing on the reset Raw after Money in the Bank and it oh, was yes. so good and they tried and Shayna was like this bully that just said what she thought on every story and about babies suck and all that stuff. And then it was so good. And then she wrestled Natalia, beat her and disappeared. What happened? I don't know, because every time they give us something good, it was just a mistake. That was weird. That was a mistake. They built a really cool character as a mistake and they yeah. go with it. Which lots of cool characters have been built by mistakes. Don't don't but you go with them. You're like, wow, this works. Last week, it was pondered just who or what Shotzi Liar is. She's mid-90s DDP. When he had Mac Max Muscle, Kimberly, the Kmart suit, the jewelry, the cigar, etc. She needs to pick one thing and go with that. I vote cosplay tank girl. That well, seems that, to be the one that, she should keep. That was her right? lead off. Yeah, that should be. She should keep that. But she's like, I'm, I'm your daddy, and I'm a wolf, and I'm a screamer, and I like green hair. She's like a Muppet baby. Muppet. Speaking of liars, Tom lied when he said 205 was now Borash's show. Borash has not appeared since. That's right. So so Jeremy Borash was on commentary one time on 205 Live, and Tom's like, well, it's your show, and then never to be seen again. Good job. That was from Andrew, AK. Speak, Andrew, you just pointed Tom out as being a liar, which is pretty good, but you just pointed out you watch 205 Live. Yeah, I don't think so, anyone watches that. Wow. Yeah, so Andrew, yeah, good job. Mm-hmm. He says, P.S. Remember last year when WWE, WWE gave you blood money for your birthday, Joe? Oh, my God, they did. Oh, God, I guess in your house is way better. Hmm. Stop having okay. birthdays. Well, he made me. <laughs> what are you, like 70? Yeah. What do you got, like I'm yeah, telling 70s? Facebook. Um, oh. Yeah, I think we missed an email from somebody back. And there was a dynamite one you never read. Oh, oh let me see. Oh, would it be recent or? Oh, dear SWF, wasn't that a great second half? The first half, though. No, no, oh, no. Man. You read it backwards. Dear SWF, dear SWF, well, wasn't that a great first half? The second half, though, man, oh man, I don't give a frying flying me crap about Jericho versus Tyson. I watch wrestling show for wrestling. Grumpy yeah. 2. Electric. That should that should be Grumpy 2's tagline. I watch wrestling show for wrestling. Yes. Grumpy 2 yes. Electric Boogaloo. P.S. If we're doing an open challenge thing, then why is there a number one contender? Is Jungle Boy? Yes, we know. Yes, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. There's nothing that could... You can't argue with it. It's, it's total WCW booking when they used to book three pay-per-views out and then they'd say this they want a number one contendership but that's not till march and then this thing is happening but that's in june and that's that, that's what they do all okay, the time that's 98 that's not like 99 or 2000 wcw okay larry if you say so I'm trying to defend <clears throat> aw I, I know you are. although i have to say nxt was a very good show i really like that pit fight and i didn't think i would me too Okay, um, SmackDown. <sighs> you go up, but actually, I mean, parts of it were decent. Oh, it, no, it was. It's just we constantly. I know. I, I wish we could go in some other order 
where we we have good stuff and then we devolve and then by the time we get to raw i'm so drunk and it's so bad and you're talking and i want to just forget about it. let's keep going renee young is in the parking lot <laughs> by the way quote of the week yeah i hate that wwe pops up my facebook feed all that's the time. that's not a quote well I'm, I'm getting to the quote oh, okay I'm this i'm setting the stage okay I hate that WWE pops up into my Facebook feed all the time, yeah. mm-hmm. but I love that WWE pops up my, because I ignore the story. I just open it up and read five, five comments and I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. I just do this all the time. Comment of the week was they, they had the little thing about what happens here. I just click it, open up. The first comment I saw was, I wish I could smell Renee young. <gasps> oh my what? God. <laughs> it's by Jim Ross. Okay, fine. But here's what happened. Renee Young's hanging out in the parking lot. She's like, oh, my God, we're in the performance center here. And Elias has been run over. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Whatever. At least it's a good start to the show. It is because I'm like, this is different. Okay. Because every time it opens with, are you ready for a good time? I always say I am, but I know you're not going to deliver that. Well, they always ask me. I say yeah. yes, and then it's Ms. TV. So, yeah, no. Police are there to investigate, and they're like, look at this car that ran this man over. It's it, it's rented to Jeff the Hardy. Who rents a car to Jeff Hardy? Isn't he on a ban <laughs> list? He's got yes. to be. Yes. Him and the Steiners have got to be on a no-rent no car list. Oh, my God, the Steiners. And here's what I don't understand. This is all fine. I Honestly, at least that's interesting. And again, you're trying. You're doing something different. Yeah. Why is Braun Strowman out there being the witness? It's real weird. He's supposed of to be every- the world champ, and he's out there just as generic guy. That could be anyone. <clears throat> Why? So Braun's like, I seen's everything. That guy ran him over. What? Why drag Braun into Cause this? Because they like the Braun- accent? I don't know. He even called, and why is Braun not lifting the car up and saving people? I don't understand. That's a good point. So, yeah, uh, the police find Jeff Hardy. I don't know, like, passed out somewhere. Which We is- do this, We do this like we're watching an episode of Cops. Like, oh, they run through like the... Put the bad boy music behind it. Yeah, they run through the, like, alleyway, and there's all this... Jeff Hardy's in the bushes. And then... <laughs> This is that so has been bad. On multiple police reports. <laughs> what you just said is been, a, but yeah. So it's why is Jamie Nobleboy with the police? He's like, I'm Jamie. I'm with the police. Take care of the I'm Jeff Hardy. <laughs> but um, not just him. Jason Jordan is there too. And it's just so it's so hilarious. <laughs> the police are like the police like get Jeff Hardy, and they're like, he smells like the bottles in the car. What was what? that? They're like sniffer dog police. I don't know. So Jeff <laughs> Jeff gets arrested. Now, yeah. for some reason, I think Jeff, Jeff is pretty safe getting arrested. I don't know. Don't know what it is about Jeff that makes him pretty. Hmm. I think I think he'll survive this arrest. I don't know what it is about. But uh, anyway, so then they throw to Renee because suddenly this is like a bit. They're like, hey, <laughs> Renee, what's going on down there? And she's like, oh, this is terrible. Also, the ambulance is the ugliest ambulance I've ever seen. Why is why is the ambulance See, like it, green and white? Is that like a local thing? Yeah, or it's fake a local, or? local thing. Oh, it's gross. And by the way, when they're taking care of Elias, which the focus was on catching Jeff more than the fact Elias it is seemed dying like it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, 
Do you know what happens when you run over somebody? Wow. Your hood pops up. Yes, because I heard. They didn't even get a damaged car. It's just they parked the car next to Elias and popped the hood. <laughs> it's like when you're a kid, you play with those little demolition derby yes. cars. and Crack-ups. Yeah. But hey, giving them credit, I'm interested in the show because I was sure I was going to see, are you ready for a good time? Well, here's Ms. TV. Back inside, a giant man is standing in front of all the wrestlers talking to him. I'm like, who is this new wrestler who is about how, eight foot seven? How did you not know, Larry? You just face I, blindness I, out the butt. I drank two hours before. Yeah, but still, I had no idea who this giant man was. I thought it was the Kevin Nash lawyer. Kevin Nash! Yes, it's guy. Adam Pierce, Larry. But he was on a box. And well, because he's, half he has segment. to speak up above all these tall wrestlers, so he's got to be able to talk. Also, you missed the... You missed the best part about Jeff Hardy. Oh, what? When they brought him, when they arrested him, they walked him past the ambulance with Elias. And when he saw that Elias was hurt, he was like, oh, no, Elias. It's just. Okay. We have talked. We always talk about this off the air. But why does WWE always pick the worst actors to act in segments? Lana has acted. More on WWE TV in the last five years than yeah, anyone else. And she's the worst. And now they get Jeff Hardy. He's like, oh, my head. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's all. Uh, I just want to say that. But Adam Pierce, go ahead. So immediately, Adam Pierce on a box says, Jeff Hardy has been arrested. And everybody's like, you called us here for this? Really? <gasps> they no. even say horrible things here. They do. Seamus says, what a shock. Why am I... But Seamus doesn't up. just say what a shock. He says, well, once a junkie, always a junkie. Which Whoa. Is, is not alcohol. So that that was kind of a different thing to say. Yeah, they meant he's the drug guy. But wow. And also we get a look around <laughs> at who's standing around. Two things about who's standing in this group. Number one, you see people, you're like, wow, they're still alive. But number two, you're like, wow, this roster is really thin. It is so thin that Chad Gable's return is tonight. And Shorty G, I'm sorry. And he stands out, not even as a small guy, but just as a guy because he exists in this room full of wrestlers. There's hardly anybody here. Yeah, you're like, okay, there's Shorty G's there. AJ Styles is there. AJ saves this segment because AJ is the heel. And he's like, oh, well, okay. Well, then I guess we're going straight into a finals match here because both the people in the tournament are out. But Daniel Bryan is the face. And he says, no, we should fight opponents and earn our way. And then the heels jump in. And Sheamus says, well, then I want a shot at Daniel Bryan. And then Corbin says, well, then I want a shot at AJ Styles. This is really close to actual writing. Yeah. So I was a little confused because I was, it made sense. I was just trying to figure out the riddle here because I'm like, well, okay, it's it's not – it could be AJ Styles that did this, but would he really commit that kind of a crime? It's probably Sheamus because he hates Jeff Hardy so much. But then the Elias thing – okay, so it's Elias, so it could be Baron Corbin. That actually makes the most sense. There's a lot of ways you can do this. And then, you know, who will probably figure it out is going to be that anonymous, what's uh, Mr. Robot guy. He's going to know what happened. The guy that's disappeared for two weeks. But the point is, he will have the footage that we need. And it'll just be Eric Rowan's doppelganger. 
So it's Mark it's Henry. Of course, it's Mark Henry. It's always Mark Henry. Why wouldn't it be? And ho- with Hornswoggle in a kid's seat next to him. Yes. Done and done. Uh, so yeah, AJ points out the fact that he's like, why? Why everyone? Everyone who is talking here is lost in the tournament, which is true because the roster is so thin. But everybody wants a shot. Dolphin Uso are there for some reason. And uh, so then we'll have a battle royal of jobbers to see who faces Daniel Bryan. But since AJ Styles is smart and he doesn't want to wrestle, he doesn't have to. And it's really cool because after they leave, AJ looks at Daniel Bryan and says, you're an idiot. Yep. So this is all good. I like that. How long has it been since SmackDown has started out with made sense years fairly entertaining years i'm good back and we get that battle royal with just everybody i said i'm not covering two battle royals in one show no one cares larry yeah they they have the audiences full of you know the all the trainees and everything so this match is corbin uh throws out dorado el dorado whoever what does that say say corbin throws out durado yeah he throws out Lindsay Dorado. Okay. Gulak. Oh, my God. I Which, by this? the way, Gulak, yes, he has re-signed with WWE. We announced it last week, and it is real. So, he's here. I wrote something. Never mind. I'm not even going to say what I wrote here. Uh, wow. he, Gulak throws out Baron Corbin. Mm-hmm. Gulak's, Gulak's trunks were way too tight. Corbin oh. is out. Uh, Corbin out dollop? Oh, my God. He throws out. Oh, he... He and Dolph do this, we're going to team up together thing, and then they almost turn on each other, and then he throws out Dolph. Uso throws, Uso throws out Corbin. Back, Seamus, Shorty G, Cesaro, Uso, and Nakamura. The, I, I, I called this the first annual This Roster's So Thin Battle Royal. It's so bad, and tr- it, it's it, this really shows why SmackDown it, most weeks is so boring. It's because it's the same people every week. I, after this, as I'm watching the battle Royal, I'm like, who is left to be in the show? Yeah. Let's see. Miz and more. And, <sighs> and Larry, it's not even just that it's a thin roster. It's a thin roster of people that aren't really over and WWE won't let get over. So then there's no hope. Yeah. It honestly seems like a roster of people who are, just locked. We've used them part. up and they're locked. They're locked into these spots of being jobbers. So it's jobber against jobber against jobber against jobber. And it's like, that's, this isn't that good. So shorty G puts out Cesaro. <laughs> Look, he's put out a big guy. Nakamura yeah. puts out shorty G. Cesaro comes back in and tosses out shorty or Nakamura is put out by shorty. Yeah. G. They, they cheat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So ref doesn't see us. Uso against Sheamus, and Sheamus wins it. So, so the guy who originally said I'll be the one to, he was the one that won. So we didn't even need this. Okay, but at least at least things are happening. I'll still give it to him. Sony Deville talks to the camera about Lacey Evans. Oh my God, Lacey Evans is right behind her. Is there like a speedway outside your house? Are you at the racetrack? What was that? Yeah, got the twisty rockets. Yes, Uh, Lacey shoves her from behind. In the back, Shorty G and Cesaro <laughs> and Nakamura are all separated by the refs. And mm-hmm. oh, God, guess what? Yeah, they make short jokes. We're picking up on a story from I know, like six, six months ago. ago. Six months ago, Larry. I don't know what. Uh, <clears throat> so they just fight. 
And I know that Shorty G was fighting Sheamus and not Cesaro, but it's just insert wrestler here. I know. Yuck. Sonya Deville against Lacey Evans. I was really, I like Sonya Deville. Me too. I was happy when they split up, and I thought she looks tough. She will beat people up. She's angry. Her character is now, I hate blonde ladies. Wow, that's it. That's your depth. So she wants to... Lacey says, I used to be the wrestler. Let's grapple. Oh, my God. I don't like it. But Sonya's like, I hate blonde hair, so I'll stand on your blonde hair. It's a double count out. Yuck. Oh, my God. You couldn't put over Sonya and it's really... So this whole build with Sonya beating... No, no, never mind. Let me explain how wrestling The feud continues, guys. Because I know. (sighs) You just had Sonya, DeVille, and Mandy be a tag team forever. You had stories. Granted, they weren't done right, but they were stories. So now we have the big split. So now Sonya is out on her own. She's the heel, and she is tough, and she looks great and everything. And a double count out, and she hates blondes. Wow. And she's ignoring Mandy. And uh, I can't write this for you, people. Now we get the Forgotten Sons, which we did not cover in the news. We're not putting it in the news because Jackson Riker's a horrible human being, and he got called out by almost every wrestler out there that he's okay. horrible. Bad news. He's a horrible human being. Good news. A lot of people jumped on it. Yep. It may. In a week that is, I have nothing good to feel about, feel good about. A lot of people jumped on him. So good, good. F him. Oh, also, we should mention his tag team partner jumped on him. <clears throat> yeah, it was everybody. Yes. Good. So they talk and they're like, "Hey, we're ex-military, except for a wrestling break." But that doesn't matter. And yeah, we're this gimmick is going to be gone in four weeks. I hope it's gone now. Also, it's either gone or Lacey Evans has to join up with them because how do we have Lacey Evans is I'm a Marine, I'm awesome. And these guys are like, we're ex-military, we're bad. (laughs) Yep, I don't get it. And then they do a weird salute thing. Yeah, let's get this done. Oh my God, the salute thing. No, get this out of here. No. Yeah, I understand. This needs to go. They are so desperate for tag teams. Wow, this is not something you want today. Nope. In the back, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross are scared by New Day. Oh, New Day, you came up behind us. Mm. Moment of Bliss, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross with Xavier and Biggie. Now, uh, um, Nikki has a. First of all, it was Kofi, not Xavier. Oh my God, my notes say Xavier. You know, he's sitting at home, right? He's injured. Okay, just trying the video games for money. Uh, He is. So. Nikki has a present for them, Scottish pancakes. And Nikki says, here, I made you Scottish pancakes from my grandma's recipe. And Kofi says, your grandma made these? No, she didn't make them. He said, grandma. Nikki Cross just told you she made them. Biggie says, I got coffee from my coffee beans from Djibouti. That's a real place. He pulls a spoon out of his butt mm, i like biggie i'm tired of waiting for biggie to be something i know this is too too no 
New Day talk about New Day's like, let me tell you, we are tag team the champions. But there are so many other good team tag teams like like the Forgotten Sons who oh, just showed up. They have to put and them no over. No one else. Yeah. Joe, there's no one. No, else because the Usos exploded. The the Tucker exploded. The other oh, but but Robert Roode exploded. Everyone exploded. There's no tag teams except for the the Lucha kids. And 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 uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki are like, yeah, we also have many of the tag teams like the the Iconics who just showed up and <laughs> no one, not so much anybody. And no else. one. Also, by the way, the other tag team. Not you. Shut up and play your guitar. What? You no. shut up and play guitar. So stop. Shut up. Alexa, you jerk. So, um, (laughs) so, and then, oh, we're going to find out. Oh, no, this was last week we found out about, about Miz and Morrison, right? That they're going to face, they're going to face Braun Strowman. They're they're a, they're a singles tag team. So the point is they're not in the tag team division right now either. So, wow, there are no tag teams. So Bailey and Sasha Banks come out and they say, we're good and not really a tag team, but we're, give us a tag shot. And Sasha says, I will wrestle you, Alexa. Oh, no, no. Bailey says, Sasha will wrestle Alexa tonight. And Sasha says, I have no shoes. And I felt bad until I met a man who had no feet. Yes. And then Bailey says, I'll go get your shoes. <laughs> Are they not understanding how you do the... I know when you have the two heels who are friends and the one heel, but it never works with Bailey and Sasha because no. they seem like they really are friends. Right. And then I just feel weird that we're pushing them to break it's up. The sl- it's the slowest burn in WWE because they're like, well, just don't get along like pretty much ever. And then one day we'll pull the trigger. We don't know when. Never makes sense. <laughs> we come back, Sasha against Alexa. Bailey and Nikki are on commentary. Nikki's crazy on commentary. And Bailey tries to kind of catch up to the crazy it kind of works so yeah. i'm good with this yeah 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 it's good so bailey and nikki fight and nikki accidentally knocks knocks into bliss so sasha can pin bliss this was all fine it's all fine yep. it's all good mm-hmm. earlier today otis and mandy celebrate in this little filmed segment uh, so oh no no that we're told that that's happening. yeah that's gonna By be later way, yeah yeah i write in my notes cesaro and shorty g 7g yeah. Why is this so long? Was that the match? Oh, okay. Wow, my notes are terrible. Cesaro versus Shorty G. <clears throat> yeah. Why is this match so long? Yeah. Yes. Because you know what? I've seen Shorty G. Oh, Shorty G versus a big guy. Shorty G wins, right? Yeah. Because my notes are terrible. Shorty G's record is seven of nine in his televised singles matches. Is that a like Star Trek character? No, but he oh. so but like Nakamura's last win in a singles match was December's first, 2019. Cesaro is two out of nine in sing- his last singles matches. It's yeah. just I know, but then they on. call it, and they call it an upset. Yeah. Cesaro never Shorty, wins. Come back now. We get Mandy and Otis at poolside. They're at the pool enjoying being in love. I guess. Okay, I so where is Tucker? I. He died. Um, so this, <laughs> this, this segment, although I was cracking up, is one of the. It's one of the dumbest, not thought through things WWE's done in a while. 
It's okay. Because please explain this. Okay, we'll, we'll try to. They're at poolside and they're like, oh, would you like a little bit of the bubbly, my dear? And she says, yes. Yeah. And he sa- Otis says, you want to go for a swim? She says, no, I will take a nap. And then I guess we go to a dream segment. But okay, that's the. <laughs> it's just, yes, that's the issue because she falls asleep. Okay. And then we're in her head. So once again, WWE has the technology to see inside someone's head. It's okay, fine. That's fine. But so that, but that I, the- right, that I will accept, except for the next part. So she's in her head, and we do the ripoff of what is the movie? Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Thank you. We do the ripoff. They even do, which I hope the cars sue. They do some weird background music that's sort of like moving in. Oh my god! It was it was right. That's what I was going to say. They couldn't get the rights, but it 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 is a good sound alike. Yeah, it's close enough, and it's this is all okay. So Otis is like still looks like Otis. And he still acts like Otis. But that means that Mandy really does love Otis or like she Otis. Must. Because this is her her fantasy is just Otis being Otis. And so now we can never go back because we've used the technology yes. to read Mandy's thoughts. So now she must be a face and not a heel. So there's no so, way to reverse this. So yeah. you do the thing where what Otis does in reality is a cannonball. He splashes water in her, wakes her up, right. but he's still the same thing. And she's like, oh, you're the best. And they kiss. I don't understand this. Okay, but you're missing the biggest problem with this. She's dreaming. And yes. then we get thoughtception in the dream. Because in the dream, she's sitting there. And because then they wanted to mock or parody fast times, then she has to then be dreaming, sitting, and then daydreaming inside the dream. So there's three different Mandy's. There's the sleeping but, one, the one that's eating a peach, and the one that's a peach. the one that's really there. Or the one that thinks, oh, the one that's the one that imagines standing up and going and kissing Otis after he gets naked or whatever. So that's but, three different Mandy's. And I understand my point it. is you're yeah. saying there's three different reality Mandy's here or dreams or whatever, but they're all the same. But that only me- right. But that's fine. Fast no. times didn't change the people and what they look like. When you, but why put this in? If you're fantasizing, why show me your fantasizing segment? If you're fantasizing about reality. Because she likes Otis, for real. But then you've locked us into this. Yes. Then you've taken all the mystery away until they reverse this and it's not right. Well, but then they could say it was, we didn't have the right technology to look in dreams. <laughs> you know. Whatever. That's why just, it's just, you know, the, the point is, it was, I laughed. So. Poor Tucker. <laughs> yes. And the thing is, he's the better wrestler of the two, but he doesn't have that Chris Farley crazy personality and body type. So he's, you know, that's a shame. So Kurt Angle is on video now. And he says, hey, did you know I'm actually attached to SmackDown like in some weird way? (laughs) Did you know that? I I didn't didn't know. know. He got furloughed. I had no idea. 
Because you know what? Last time I saw him, NXT. I thought you were. I thought he got sent down to NXT. I thought, yeah. Uh, and he says, "I can't wait to see the greatest match ever in pay per view NXT WWE or whatever he's in." <laughs> yes. Heard announces the Nick Superstar coming to SmackDown is my son. No. He First of all, it's weird to see Kurt Angle and Jason Jordan on the same show when they're both like ah. supposed to be dead or whatever. Second of all, he doesn't just say the next the next person called up to SmackDown. He says the next face of SmackDown. Ooh. He's saying that this is going to be a huge deal. I hope he's right. I think he's not. I think he uh. is. Okay. I, I I hope you're right. I hope I am wrong. It's a video package of Matt Riddle. <clears throat> he doesn't wear shoes. He beats people up. Yeah. I'm well, so who excited. Is, who is Kala? Kala Kay- is the Kayla. Is, Kayla. Oh, Kayla's in the back. Dominica Mishmet. <laughs> yes. And uh, she's talking to Seamus. He's mad because they're talking about Matt Riddle now. So I guess he's mad if you talk about newcomers or veterans or anybody. Yeah. Daniel Bryan comes in to stare at him, and Daniel Bryan kicks Sheamus in the shin. When <sighs> <laughs> they re- recap the whole Miz Morrison thing, wow, was that forgotten? This show, they didn't have a space for it. I don't even know if Miz was there. Is this not the world title we're talking about? It is. It is, and I think the only. And now I know the answer to your question. Braun Strowman was in the beginning, just so we remember he exists. Wow. Uh, yeah, you know what? You you really want to tack on something to show me the world title exists. Wow. That's, yeah, that, that's, that's it. Because I don't think The Miz was at this taping, so yes. Okay, well, that was great. By the way, Miz, two out of 20 in his last single matches. <clears throat> now that I believe. Excuse me. Would you believe that Morrison and Otis are both undefeated <laughs> in singles matches? In singles matches? Yes. Singles. Yes, I, I would yeah, believe that. It's yes. hilarious. Uh, by the way, because I because I went down a, a big rabbit hole, Dolph, seven out of forty in singles matches. Yeah, I mean he always I, loses. You're right, and like six of those wins were probably in the first ten matches because back when he was feuding with Kofi, right? So, match, match, match. I don't even know what match we're talking about. Yeah, what? How do we get to a match? I got a match, match, match without telling you what match was. It's what a, is this? It's match? a tournament oh, match. Sheamus right, against okay. Daniel it's Bryan. Daniel Bryan versus yeah, Daniel Bryan. Oh my god. Versus, versus Sheamus in a makeup backwards. Somebody got hit by a car match. And they're like, "Remember, this was a WrestleMania match that lasted seconds." Why would you tell me that? I don't know. <laughs> and what? And if you were going to do it, why would this not be Sheamus's big revenge? That's, but no, it's never. I don't know. Because that, because that was Sheamus's revenge. Brian was the one that lost. Brian was a yeah. heel. Brian was a heel in that match. Sheamus was the oh, face at WrestleMania. Yeah. Get the, yeah. Get she wouldn't say it. Hardy comes out. He says, look at me. Wait, so Hardy didn't just come out. Hardy was just arrested. So that means this coming week on SmackDown, it's going to be, guys, only my hair and my clothes smelled like alcohol. <laughs> I took a breathalyzer and passed. I didn't I drink. Say. I am still clean. Someone set me up. No. So there you go. 
Only in fantasy. His yeah. Taken the Lesnar passed. Yes. Hardy comes out, distracts Sheamus. Daniel Bryan pins Hardy. And Hardy, that's it. Hmm. And Daniel Bryan keeps going on. So it's the same as always. But as was it the worst show the SmackDown's done? Something and, and happened. Who predicted when the brackets were completely brand new, Brian versus AJ Styles is your final match. So there you go. Well, I'm actually okay with that because at least I want to see Of course. That match. But I said, yeah, remember those two guys in the in Vince's poop room or whatever with the dinosaur bones? Those are going to be the last two guys in the tournament. And it turns out that that's true. So I'm happy about that. So, yeah. But now here's the question. Who yeah. wins? Do you put... Do you put Brian over so that AJ Styles can move on to some kind of weird thing with The Undertaker? Or do you put Styles over and have him lose the title to Matt Riddle? My God, could you imagine that match? Better long-term booking, what you said. Short-term booking, booking the first, the former, okay. yeah. All right. Well, honestly, I'm, ah. I'm, oh, sorry. I'm glad we are where we are now because I'm okay with either one. Okay. I like when you set up the fact that I can't determine the winner by what is a better story because, yeah, you can yeah. do it. Also, ooh, okay. So also you also have to tie in who once anonymous or whoever it is, Mr. Robot, reveals who screwed over the tournament. Then, you know, what are the repercussions of that and how does that story work? Seamus hunts down Mr. Anonymous. Hmm. Okay. And then he finds out that it's three guys in it. Oh my God. And it's, it's, it's Woods, Gable and Ali. So he finds out it's three kids in a big trench coat. That's it. Seamus finds out that, that Mr. Robot's three kids in a trench coat. Well, one of them would have his horn swoggle. No, it's Ali, Xavier Woods and Gable. No, they're not going to burn Xavier Woods. It's just going to be Ali in a dumb thing. You think? I really want Ollie to. <clears throat> you think so, huh? You really think they're going to? I mean, he's him. the only guy that's not on screen right now. We know where Woods is. We now know where Gable is. But I just don't believe it's one guy. That's all. I think it's simple. It's Ollie. Oh, it's Ollie. Whatever. And he gets his what fourth reboot. Mm, Which I, I wish they would stick with something. You been... I miss Ollie a lot. So yeah. That'd be good. Okay. Uh, I'm looking at emails. Do we have, do we have them SmackDown emails? Yes. Uh, it says SmackDown. Just kidding. I don't watch SmackDown. <laughs> um, dear Joe and Larry, <clears throat> I took Joe's advice and checked out Conga Bluey's hyperspace pizza arcade video game podcast. I was agreeably surprised. Thank you for the quality recommendation. Other smart wrestling fan listeners would probably enjoy it too. Give it a listen. Jeremiah approved. This is from Jeremiah SpaceX denier. Yes. Quite a stamp of approval. Yeah. Don't believe Elon's lies or whatever they say. Um, yes. So there you go. Free podcast, everybody. Go get it. I have. I have one from... Have you made the theme song yet, Larry, and sent it in? Maybe they would like it. For what? I sang the song on last week's show, and you were like, you no-sold me completely. Yeah. You didn't make it yet? can't take a hint? Wow, you are awful. (laughs) You're so mean and horrible. Go ahead, read your stupid whatever you're doing. Hey, all. I haven't watched SmackDown on Fox since the debut, but for some reason I felt like it tonight. Really? 
Here's my review. A mysterious person on a riser is getting yelled at by a lot of people <laughs> yes. setting up a contender to the contender to the intercontinental match. Sheamus calls people junkies. Then there's a lot of commercials for garbage food. Okay, first off, it's funny that he watched this and probably was not impressed, but it's yeah. one of the better SmackDowns. So yeah, you 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 got lucky. Back from the break, Sheamus sensitively stands on a non-white person's throat. I what forgot about that. Yeah. And apparently Chad Gable is called Shorty G. Is that some kind of joke? After 32 minutes of being punched, of being, oh my God, I can't read this, of being pandered turds that were repeatedly called the greatest and the best, I thought to myself, this is offensive and dumb. The people have been have a contempt for their audience. And then I typed, then I turned it off and typed this email. AEW was fun and entertaining, though. Thank you for jumping on this grenade for me, SWF. Your old pal, Luca Diamond Phillips. Thank you. Wow, can you imagine if he'd seen, like, Raw from, what, three weeks ago when it was... I know. Your head might explode. Uh, Okay, so that's, that's, that's that. Something. I think that's it. It's time for Raw, is it? Raw. I was very unhappy with Raw. Are you going to talk about it? I am going to talk about Raw because that's what I do on this show. I told you I was unhappy with it. Excuse me, but we still talk about it. Uh, Raw Live is not a thing anymore, but at least it's some sort of a crowd and at least there's noise. Um, Tonight, it's Drew McIntyre against MVP for some reason. We get a bowling thing promised with Street Profits and the Viking Raiders. Also, champion versus champion match. Asuka versus Charlotte. Oh, well, Charlotte's on the show. When we watched SmackDown and they had an, they had announced on a commercial that it was Oscar versus Charlotte, I was like, "Why does Charlotte have to be on every show? Do they know that we just can't stand? She's oversaturated, and we just can't stand her anymore." And that's and also Rey Mysterio retires tonight, not with a Go question ahead. mark. It just says he retires. <laughs> last I week he it did also with a question mark. Well, last week it also said he retired. Oh, wait, a few months ago, they also said he was going to retire. Remember, and then Dominic jumped on and went, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> Dominic. Or yeah. Keep going, keep going, because I got to okay. get this on. Seth Rollins comes out with Murphy and Austin Theory. And they're coming out to have a retirement ceremony for Ray. But Ray's going to be on later on Skype or something. And Samoa Joe's like, is Ray really retiring? What is this? WWE, you print things out on a graphic. You say Asuka versus Charlotte, champion versus champion. When you do that, there has to be some kind of what's called truth in advertising where you then have to deliver that match. You're not exempt just because you're a wacky card subject to change TV show that gives you the license to lie to people. When you put a graphic, it should say Rey Mysterio's retirement question mark. Then you're covered. You're fine. And you you let us, the audience, know that it's probably not going to happen. When you say, could be the greatest match ever in a graphic, that's fine too. But if you say, it is the greatest match ever, then you're lying. You can't just advertise something and just be... There's got to be like some sort of law about this. It's a public, Larry, this is a publicly traded company and all they do is lie. <laughs> Think about it. Think about I, this. I, I, it bothers me too, but what are we going to do? 
Larry, okay, let's compare it to sports. If you advertise it's going to be this team against this team and then you watch the sports and it's like just some random guys like playing chess in the middle of the field and it's not even what they advertised, isn't that and, – and not for – and not because the teams couldn't fight, not because there's an injury, not because they couldn't play the game, just because they just felt like screwing with you. Would that be okay? Would anyone be able to get away with that? No. But okay, then let's change it from sports to entertainment. If you said, if you showed an episode of The Walking Dead and you you were allowed to say, is Rick in trouble? Could this be the day he finally dies? Those are legal things to say in an ad. You're advertising that. There's certain laws in advertising that you have to follow. But if they said, tonight, Rick Grimes dies. And then we see the episode, and that's not even addressed, and he doesn't die? Well, you know you, he wants You're to not go. allowed to do that. He wants to do the Fast and Furious. Movies, I heard. You know? you, you're horrible. But the point is, Larry, that why is there no... Why are there no rules when it comes to this in wrestling? That's the magic of wrestling. It oh, is its own thing. It so is... It's, okay. Run, okay. Listen. So run by sociopaths... A sociopath yes. approved. You can get yes. away with anything and just lie and make mm-hmm. millions of dollars. You are so right. That's gross. It's its own thing, and that's that's why wrestling is special. And yes, and there's bet. reasons that it's its own thing and it's special. They and lie those are to reasons us we all like the time, it, Joe. But oh my god, you are like, right. You are right. There is all these other different places where you can't get away with this. But in wrestling, they lie to us all the time. It's well, part of the buy-in. I'm it's done. Of- I'm done with it. I'm not watching any more wrestling. So, okay. <laughs> That'll show them. <laughs> That'll teach them. That'll learn them. So, Ray's going to retire later, but right now is a ceremony. But didn't... I don't understand. Rollins says that he has a match with Aleister Black in a few moments. But first, let's talk about Ray Mysterio. He says... Ray is going to retire later tonight via Skype, but I know Ray and he might not be able to go through with it. So I'm going to do it for him. Here, Ray, here's your retirement video. They show a video package of his career and there's nothing like, like he didn't do anything bad no, to it's it. Real package. It's a real video package, shows his career, shows his wins. And then the end of it is why he had to retire, which is Seth Rollins puts his eye out. How is that a thing a heel would do? Why would Has there ever been someone in the position of Seth Rollins that you're less interested in? I just like, I'm not saying this should be the top of the card. No, but he's very boring. I just don't yeah. care. Like I don't care about this. Like I don't care about a lower level card guy. I, right. This comes across as just lazy and bad, and it's just. It's just him being this robot, this Jesus robot. I'm not interested in that. So Rollins says, I'll even induct you into the Hall of Fame, Ray. So Alistair comes out to fight, and they, there's a scuffle. And then after the break, it's Rollins against Black. Liars is, this ha- what we called, is, this, is, is this what we called Alistair up for? At least he's not jobbing in this match, Larry. I know. But, but, but no. He's but no. not. I'm just saying anyone from NXT that I think could be a major star gets their knees taken out from them. Yeah. I know. Well, Liar Tom says this. He says that 
Rey Mysterio is Aleister Black's mentor. Really? When, when did that happen? What? Tonight, Apollo Crews is going to defend his U.S. title. So, but anyway, back to the match. The heels are about to cheat, but Dale Gas comes out. That NASCAR luchador <laughs> comes out with a steel chair. Also, they announced Randy Orton's going to be on Raw tonight. Great. Uh, this is a really good match, though, Rollins and Black. I do like it, but somehow Black wins, beat down, and then he gets beat down. So it's like a fluke. So beat down on Black, stomp, uh, curb stomp on Carrillo and on Aleister Black. Which means that next week we get Dale Gass teaming up with Aleister Black. Do you want that? No, I don't want any because of that. that's this. like putting a jobber with The Undertaker. That's what they're doing here. Okay. Okay. Charlie interviews Angel Garza and Lena Vega. This whole interview is just Angel and Charlie drooling on each other. Yeah, and then they accidentally is he supposed to be hitting on her or the manager or I don't know. Yeah, this, just I just really her. had I had so much hope for this stable. I know, and, and then they just a COVID just, filler. Yep, it was it, just it a was. COVID filler. So he gives her, gives Charlie a rose, and then Zelina Vega destroys it. And is like, no good things for you, Charlie. Whatever. They lie and they say that Shawn Michaels is here tonight. And then they come back from break and it's just pre-taped bullcrap. And he picks Edge. And this is just the opposite of the, the Ric Flair thing from last week. Although he did kind he of did, He play. did, like, his eyes did form together and it shot a beam at me. So that was <laughs> weird. Not really sure how that works. Yelled, I love you, Gene. Oh, I feel bad. But he did kind of make the point of, I've had a lot of good matches too, even though you're going to have the greatest one. He does say that. He did make a joke about it like he knows that it's all garbage. Yeah. Backstage, Lana rambles and yells at MVP. And she says, but you know what? This was her best performance because she didn't scream no, and stuff. I, you know? Oh, whoa, whoa. Holding her to high standards. Keep going. But the MVP here is the star. He's like, because Lana goes, I know you're just using Bobby to revive your washed up career. And MVP thinks and looks at her and he goes, you know, that's not even remotely true. But even if it was, isn't that exactly what you're doing too? And Lana thinks about it for a second. And it's like, yeah, maybe. Slap. With the longest slap weight ever. No, oh, okay. You just said Lana thinks about it. No, Lana didn't. She took way too long for the slap. Yeah, I know. I said that. And I feel horrible because I don't know how girls work with their makeups. And Okay. Their, their, it looked like her lipstick was put on by a child. I, I don't know this. I don't know how they work their magic on me. But I do know that if you are a girl who can do <clears throat> that whole... Makeup yeah. thing. Obviously, Lana has looked amazing in her career. She is super. But this isn't her person. doing the makeup. This is the makeup artist that works. That's there. what I'm saying. She is made to look like a fool. She looks I like know. a clown. I know she does. I know. She has giant clown lipstick. They put some kind of I don't. What do you call it? bronzer? Help me out, anyone? They, yes. Above her forehead, so she, so looks, she looks like she's got like a a caveman head. Right. I know. This is, some weird joke on this poor That's woman what I think who was too. being 
What is going on? I don't know. She changed her. Here's what happened. She changed her hairstyle when she went to do that movie with Bruce Willis. And it's never gone back to normal since. And so she looks very different now. I just feel horrible because I feel they're doing some kind of weird rib on her and taking. I know. I hate it. I hate it. I feel like she's being totally taken advantage of. And I, I, I feel uncomfortable. In the best storyline WWE has going now that keeps me entertained. No. But MVP, wow. Um, Somehow there's already a video package about the Seth Rollins promo from the opening of Raw less than an hour ago. (laughs) What the? Okay, Dominican Mishmitz backstage to interview Apollo Crews. And he's doing an open challenge where he gets to handpick the opponent which sounds pretty healy to me. That's what Johnny Gargano is doing on NXT. Which would have been great with what happened in the match. I thought we were going on the best heel thing I've ever seen, but they don't. I still think it might be. You think that might be it? Because that was awesome if that would have been it. Okay, because last week we had Apollo saying nobody believed in me. Yes. This week, here's what happens. He wants to face Kevin Owens. So That's Owens, wow, really? yeah. Owens comes out and he says, thanks for the shot. And I know I want it, but do you, are you doing this because you pity me? Because I lost my last match. And Cruz is like, no, I don't pity you. And Owens says, oh, okay, because I pity you because your title reign is going to be one week. So that was okay. good. Yeah. But then in the match, this is better. U.S. title match, Apollo Cruz versus Owens. The ref says that Owens did a low blow. But clearly that didn't happen because the ref didn't stop the match. But Cruz is like on the ground going, ah, oh, it hurts my crotch. And okay, then if you stop right here. This is amazing. I thought they were doing something so smart and fun right here. The thing is, Cruz gets up and they, they even, they, they're not sure, but they're like, whoa, was Cruz like playing possum? Like what just happened? This could be, yeah, Larry, I think he's going to turn. It would be great, but what happens next? Is- okay, well, first of all, they announced that it's Nikki Cross against Billy Kay tonight for some reason. But then, oh, look, Andrade and, and Angel Garza come out, and it's a disqualification. So you know what that means when we come back from break. Straight up, already in progress, tag team match. Cruz and Owens okay, against so Garza and Andrade. We get, we get a kind of bait and switch crap ending, which we're going to get all night. Right, but you would think then during this match there would be like a problem with the tag with Cruz or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cruz can't continue and they get pinned. Yeah. Right. But instead, spinning powerbomb and Cruz pins Andrade again. Yeah, I don't understand. Like a face. So this is very puzzling to me. I think we're wanting a really good story. I agree. I think you're right. Backstage injury with Asuka. Tonight they announced it's Kyrie Sane versus Nia again. Wow, that's the reason they banned the buckle bomb. And yet we're having that match again. Surely nothing will go wrong this time. Hmm. Next is bowling. It's the street. Pro- Guess what? Street profits against Viking Raiders in bowling. They're at the bowling alley. Guess what? Street profits don't understand bowling. How hard is it to understand that you throw the ball down? Like that's you can learn bowling. I'm not saying be good at it. I'm saying you can learn how to play it in two seconds. Okay. Didn't 
I'm not going back to watch it. Didn't it last week the Street Profits seem like they were excited it was going to be bowling? No, they pretended to be, and then when the Viking Raiders were out of earshot, then they were like, we don't know about Oh, this. okay, Mr. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. That's on me. Yeah. So, th- guess what? They suck. They can't, they get gutter balls. Vikings keep getting strikes and spares. They never show them pick up the spares, though. So it looks like they're just bad. They never show that the seventh end split. All the okay. good things that that you could have written in to make them look good, they didn't do. I am not a big bowling guy, but I don't believe whoever was in charge of this understood the game of bowling. I at agree. All. I agree. Because oh, yeah. I I I have bowled a lot, and I've bowled on the uh, also real life and on the Wii, for example. So. Ooh. You learn all the the tricks and all the things because it's like a virtual, it's like a simulation of bowling. And yeah, they didn't understand bowling at all. So the Vikings make the prophets drink goat's milk, but it's like chunky. And Ford drops the ball on Dawkins' foot. So it's all this ridiculous. And then the big Viking memory was like, Remember on the basketball segment when they're like, oh, there's, if we need an extra basketball, there it is. It's your stomach. And that didn't make sense. Now the big Viking draws a bowling ball on his stomach and says, you could use this one. And then they have. But there's only one hole in your belly. I don't. Well, they drew the other two. And then they steal turkey legs from the kitchen. And it's, there's nothing funny about this. And guess what? The third time there's a woman back, they think this is a running gag, Larry. That there's a third yes, woman that looks weird like that cop and like the other woman. Are they all sisters or something? Because this one was smaller know. but looked the same. And I then, guess it's his type. I don't. But the point is that she's like, wow, I would have you arrested for stealing turkey legs, but you are cute and small Viking is ugly. Joe, when was the last time you went to a bowling alley and had a turkey leg? Uh, they don't sell them there, but the joke is that, you know, because the Vikings are there, there must be turkey legs everywhere. This is stupid. I don't understand. I know. Keep going. The point is, the, 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 the this is dumb, and I hate it. But the Viking Raiders are winning. And then the Street Profits the, are going to catch up. This catch up, so it's down to the last points. And then the Vikings win by throwing... The himself. big Viking down the lane, and then he releases the ball at the last second. Which makes it easier. Which means I it's easy and you're cheating, cheating, and the Vikings barely win. This was the laziest one of all of these. Which has been a... That is the only thing that's flowing. They're developing worse every time. Because they're but like... now we're two oh, and two, right? They're like, we have two running gags. We have turkey legs... And we have a woman that says, you're going to, I hate this. This is awful. I when you run a segment this long, that's supposed to be comedy and there's not one joke. Yeah. There's not one joke. No. It's a thing that happened also happened a different week. That's what they think a joke is. So, but what what was the setup for next week? Because it's two and two, right? Are we yep. going to have a wrestling Guess what match? the setup is? Nothing. I think on social media they announced it, but I can't remember what it was. Okay. Viking Raiders deserve so much more than this. I know. And even the Street Profits. Both teams re- deserve more. 
I complained about them and complained about them. Hated the backstage segment. They still deserve better than this. They're great in the ring. Somebody. So are the Viking Raiders. Why are we? If you are either one of these tag teams and you're given over, they give you over to a producer and a writer who don't care. I, they just got taken advantage of here because these are, these segments were given time. These were a huge amount of time to develop characters, to make it. They were totally junked up by a producer and a writer who didn't give a crap and were just getting done with their day. And you realize now the Street Profits being the tag team champions are basically, they took over Andrade's spot, are their champions that never defend the titles. Not too busy bowling. Speaking of titles, Iconics come out. But then don't because the music plays and they're backstage arguing with Bliss Cross, the tag team champions. Um, and it's dumb. Uh, Billy Kay versus Nikki Cross is your match. It's something. I don't know. Billy does some weird finishing move. That what looks, was that? Eat? Was a sit out know. something? Sit out your Nagi. It was like a sit. It was like sit out. You start like a Uranagi and you pick them up and sit out. But it didn't. It was like a foot and a half know. off the ground. It was. It weird. was not a great move. Um, Billy wins. To see Billy pin Nikki Cross like that was sad. On that, yes. Without cheating or anything. Whatever. They need a win against the champs, even though the champs are putting their titles on the line on SmackDown. And what happened to defending your titles at NXT? NXT is a developmental brand. Stop lying, Triple H. Well, for a month it wasn't. I know. Backstage interview with Drew McIntyre, and he's like, Charlie, Charlie, am I the new Seth Rollins? Do I get an interview with you every week? Yeah. That's it. Ray Mysterio's on Skype, and he says, oh, my God. So he calls in, and he goes, "If they say it's satellite, but, you know, I don't know, whatever. If I get one eye infection, my career could be over. So I don't know if I'm going to retire. What the? Why did we sell this as retiring? I'm not sure if I'm going to retire. But what I do know is that I fake retired at least seven times. That's less than knee surgeries that I've had on my one knee. But, and then Dominic comes in, he sits down. He's like, is it true, puppy? No, he says, dad, um... Seth Rollins is a trash heap and I hate him. Can I fight him now? Okay. Keep going. Finish it out. So. So I don't. So Ray leaves. Well, okay. I, the point is that, that the story is that it's a retirement thing, but we don't want, you know, his family had to sit there and watch his eye get poked out on TV by Ray, by uh, Seth Rollins. And when Ray leaves, Dominic looks at the camera and he's like, Seth Rollins, are you my poppy? I, he says, an eye for an eye. So Not that good. Dominic's your, your delivery was so much better. An eye for an eye. So Dominic's going to come to the arena and poke Seth Rollins' eye out? Is that what we're doing? First off, he's like... And I, foreign I. <laughs> okay, yeah, it was pretty bad. I have, I I have a thing about I 
just don't understand people who can't act. I know. How do you not? Every day you react to something. It is in your genes. How can you not act? You've, Larry, you've been. Here's why. He's younger. And you know what? We've watched way too many good TV shows and bad TV shows and <laughs> middle of the road TV shows and lots of TV shows. We have like a, a memory bank filled with things from the 1970s till now of all these different actors and and bad actors and good actors and lines and sitcoms and stories. We have all that. I don't think these kids like Dominic, I don't think they have it that. So how I know you think it's so easy to go out there and say an eye for an eye, but for him, it's not. There's nothing easier than acting. I'm sorry, and I hate to blow it for all of you. I Tom don't Hanks, think you're right. You just, you just do it. Wait, you mean You've Tim done- Hunks is is wasn't a great actor because he was in Bosom Buddies? Crouch no, Pals? okay, okay. Oh. Yeah, Mazes and Monsters. Yes, great actor. Oh, okay. But just the fact you can't just say something that you could say in you- your real life a hundred times. I don't. Do you remember what the third name was for that show? Bosom Buddies. Remember, well, the the the, the re- gritty reboot that I was going to do. No, if I was sober, I would. I can't say it here. Oh, you can. Well, there was Crotch Pals. That's one. Yeah, I remember that. But the third one. It's a long time no see. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, um, so Nia, <laughs> Nia Jax comes out. And she mocks the Japanese language. Yeah. She goes, Asuka, you and Kyrie, you think you're so funny. Japanese. What? That's not good. What are you doing? What? And she says, and Asuka never won the title. She was handed the title out of pity because of hormones. Why are we she still on this? Cut. She won the ladder match, right? Yes. Yeah. If Naya would have won the ladder match. She would have gotten the same deal because the title was in the brief. What part of the title was in the briefcase does Naya not understand? Doesn't matter. There's no way Naya's winning, right? Mm, hope not. This seems like such filler. I know. All I the, the the problem is every women's division match is wor- is ruined for me because of Charlotte hanging over this. I know. All I worry about every day, yeah, every, Charlotte every day get, of my life, every is day of your life is, gonna, is yeah. Charlotte going to win okay. every title? Is she going to be talking on this show? Is she going to be a number one contender? Is she going to be on the pay per view in three different matches? Okay, so before the match, though. Our, so we go to Gronk and he's at home. I don't know what's happening. And then he he's going to do a TikTok video and Truth's there playing a gardener or something. And the guy that's a videographer for some reason. Why would Gronk just be there with some stranger that he doesn't know is a WWE referee? Honestly, I could believe Gronk wakes or, up every morning and somebody is just in his house and he's like, hey. He's like, whoever you are, buddy. He's like, hey, buddy, I didn't want to be alone today. Well, his buddy has betrayed him because now he puts on a referee outfit or it's under his jacket or whatever. And guess what? Roll up. Truth wins the title. And uh, yes, WWE has come to terms on the release of Gronk. He's now gone. 
Go there ahead. you go. Goodbye. Yeah, nobody's will miss you. So that's uh what a bad experiment that was. That we'll always remember that that even though that was something and he was the host of WrestleMania, somehow that was made a bigger impact than Kane Velasquez did. <laughs> Think about that. That I just don't even know. Anyway, I'm, okay. Again, getting the rub from from you know mainstream press never works. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for this next part? Nia Jax I'm, against Kyrie Sane. What could yeah, possibly? I need the explanation from you. Okay. You what could possibly edit. go wrong? They fight in the ring, but then they go outside. Nia grabs Kyrie. And they're just supposed to do a simple spot where she bumps Kyrie on the steps so that she could take her in the ring and beat her, right? No, Nia pushes her as hard as she can, face first, into this this the 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 what's that called? The like the middle where the steps connect. So the top step isn't exactly flush. So there's a lip, a sharp lip on the bottom steps on the side. Kyrie's head just goes bam right into it. All of a sudden, blood everywhere. They cut while the referee comes over and checks her. So they edit in all these reaction shots from the crowd. But if you were there for the live taping, they were there for a long time checking on her. And Kyrie was insisting that she could finish the match. But she is bleeding everywhere. They cut all that part out. Um, Nia just throws her in the ring, gives her a leg drop, and just wins. Yes, Nia has now hurt someone again. Every match. Last time, she did a superplex and almost dropped Charlotte on her head. The time before that, she did a buckle bomb, threw Kyrie Sane short, and almost broke her neck and concussed her. The time before that, other thing, other thing, other thing. She is reckless. She is dangerous. Why does why is no one paying attention to this? Okay, but devil's advocate. When you call someone reckless and dangerous, you're implying intent. She has no intent. She has no intent. Be, yes, maybe. But I'm saying maybe when you she hear those know, words, yes, you think intent. I don't believe she has a bad bone in her body. Maybe she doesn't know her own strength. Maybe, I, but, but the point many, is many things. Maybe people aren't cut out for every job there is yes. maybe this is not your your profession yeah maybe when i say not what you're meant to do when, okay i'm sorry when i say reckless and sloppy yeah. i do not mean that she's trying to hurt anyone exactly. i'm saying she is just in she's an accident machine and she needs to go this is not for her that's all yes exactly that's that is exactly what i am saying i don't believe I have seen so much about her. She seems like such a nice person. She seems like such a a good human being. But maybe every there's so many things I couldn't be in my yeah. life. Maybe this isn't her thing. Just because we've okay in wrestling, we have seen so many people who are built like a wrestler. Oh, he looks like a fantastic. I mean, Tomko, and then he can't wrestle at all. <laughs> he can, he can throw a punch, and that's it. And maybe not even that. Yeah. Yes. It's just the way of life. And I've seen people who don't look like wrestlers who are the best wrestlers I've ever seen. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Dad ba- Dad Bod Jericho is still fantastic Jericho. It's very true. So, yeah, you can't judge a book by its cover, but just because you look like a wrestler, maybe you're not. But you can judge a cover by its book. <gasps> okay, so 
Um, Naya wins and Asuka comes out and Kyrie just has to lay there dead. It is the saddest thing. Yeah. Orton waits backstage. And when we come back from break, Randy Orton said, first of all, he, Randy Orton is the biggest liar ever. He says he watches all the WWE network oh shows. My God, yes. He does a commercial because what they're doing now is they're pushing the free network, which by the way, has been out for ages. It just has only been out, I guess on computers, not on the consoles or whatever, but it's been out for ages because I remember saying like three months ago on the show about the padlocks on certain shows. If you are not logged in, but you could watch plenty of things anyway. So yeah, this freeze here, they're just starting to advertise, but it's been, it's been a thing, but Orton's like, you can watch all these WWE network shows, but enough about that. So Randy Orton can't afford the entire network. He's just watching the free stuff. And they won't give him a subscription for free. So that's even funnier. <laughs> okay. So he's, here's the crux. I'm not going to go through the whole promo. He go, he goes, Ed, you're just jealous because you had to work for everything you did in your career. And I phoned in my career for the last 20 years and I do better than you. Whoa. He admits to phone. What? All I got to say is at least I was very interested in this. <laughs> I can't believe oh my I was shot. So like you said in the intro of the show today, Larry, we have a match with a phone-in career guy and a broken neck guy, and that's touted before the match happens as the greatest match of all time. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Charlotte comes out. Oh, my God, Larry. She has now cut a promo on every single show. She gives fake facts. She's like, I know you're the Oscar, you, that you are the longest running champion ever. Oh, ever. What? Charlotte versus Oscar. Oh my God. This match. Again, technically nothing wrong with the match itself. Oscar's is very good, but Charlotte cries in a match that's for nothing. And then guess what? We hear Oscar's music and it's like, why is that playing again? Nia Jax comes out with Asuka's makeup and mask on. And we think it's a DQ because the bell rang. No. The bell. Why did the because, bell ring? Because Asuka got counted out. That bell was a count out? Yes. She was not out 10 seconds. She was. No. Yep. Well, Nia okay, attacks. Did, did they call count out bell? They did not. They never said it because Nia okay. attacks and then the segment's over. So Charlotte like vanishes. Why did this need to be Charlotte? Because it's What did she have Charlotte. to do with this though? You could use this to put any enhancement person. Anybody could have wrestled Asuka. Is there no one else? No. We I, didn't get we didn't get some horrible awkward Liv Morgan promo this week where she's like, yeah, my, <laughs> we didn't get one, did we? We didn't get this week. Yeah. My mom, she's gone. Yeah. So she, the she left. Store. She's on vacation. <laughs> yeah. We didn't get that this week. Liar Liv. That's what we're going to call her from now on. Uh, she can go right up there with Liar Tom and Tank Liar, and we can have a big festival. Oh, Liar Melissa Santos, too. Because back, remember, back at the beginning of the year, when it was reported that Brian Cage signed with AEW, and she's like, you need to get your facts right not cool. Yes, I remember that. And she was just lying. Don't don't add not cool in there. <laughs> if you're 
lying for the sake of kayfabe or whatever. You know, it's actually kayfabe. What do you, what do you, what do you mean? Well, people say it's kayfabe. They're pronouncing, yeah. they're emphasizing the K, but it's actually kayfabe. Yeah. How do you like know that? Carney speak. <sighs> my, what is kayfabe? My my uncle Medge was a was a, <laughs> was a Carney guy. Uncle Medge. He was also was a heroin addict too. So that's did he do the there. thing where you throw the little ring around the like two liter bottle yes. thing? Because that seems like there's a lot of Carney stuff that I could see them tricking me. You can't yeah. trick me on that. It yeah. looks like it's not going to work. Right. I just wanted to let everybody know. My uncle Medge was Carney guy, and yes, it's true. Uh, it's kayfabe. Kayfabe. Yes. Not many hey. people, Larry. Not many people know that. <laughs> you ask. You ask ninety nine. You ask a hundred wrestling fans out there that think they know the business, and though I think I think ninety nine of them will say kayfabe, yeah, and that's we'll not right. Listening. Just I'm just teaching the public here. So, <laughs> uncle Medge. He's dead, by the way, and it's very depressing. But, oh, um, my God, he's dead? Well, yeah, for a long, many, many years, yeah. Oh, like, that was like how, 12 how did years die? ago. Heroin addict, Larry? Oh, but that doesn't mean just because you're a hero- I can't assume. No, 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 no. It could have no, been no. a tilt-a-whirl accident. It could have no. been, like, a bad pizza in a cup. Who could have yeah. been anything? Pizza in a cup, pizza in a cup, pizza in a cup. A cup. Who would want pizza in a cup? That's the best pizza. When pizza's in a cup, you can have pizza anytime. Um, So, yeah. Okay, here we go. So backstage, Charlie interviews Lana and asks stupid questions because she always asks stupid questions. But Lana, well, this is where you could see Lana's makeup was like, the lipstick was like drawn up to her nose or whatever. But it was so broken. But she says, you know what? Lashley only said to not go out there for his matches, but I am going to go out there for MVP's match. And liar Tom goes, what does Lana have in mind? Yeah. She just told us. He just said, she just said, are you deaf? Tom? I could do. I could go out there tonight. And then Tom's like, what's she going to do tonight? Oh my God. Ridiculous. Lashley comes out, MVP comes out, it's a main event. MVP against Drew McIntyre. They gave this match a hot three minutes, I think, oh, okay. with entrances. It's the manager wrestling, I know. pretty much. That's fine. Okay. MVP versus Drew. Uh, Lana comes out before the match starts with that music that's so bad. And then Claymore, Drew wins. You know why Lana came out there? To laugh at MVP. That's I, it. Yeah, I didn't. I thought and then... But then wait, full Nelson on Drew. MVP specifically said last week on Raw. Yeah. We're not going to waste the full Nelson here. He says, we're not going to waste it here or next week or the week after. (laughs) We are saving it for backlash. And then it's like, nope, I'm a heel. I lied. It's okay. It's okay. Whatever. Anyway, this Raw was problematic. It was terrible. Even though I am... And listen, I can't believe I'm saying this, but the best part is Drew, who's never been my favorite. Yeah. Lashley and MVP. I yeah. they're carrying Raw for me. I would be so angry with Raw if not for those guys right there. Yeah. Everything else, 
garbage. Complete garbage. I know. Even though I don't think Lashley's winning. See, this is the magic of wrestling. I think Drew's, I know, in my wrestling match, he's a new champion. They're pushing him. He needs. He can't lose it now. But I still enjoy this story. So yeah. I've lost myself in it. I'm fine. There's some good old-fashioned wrestling. Everything else in the world was garbage. Do you, want, do you want me to go over it with the new scale I made up right now? Okay. Give me your new scale. Okay, you so let's, right. let's count on each hand, like, and then they're going to negate each other, whatever. They're going to fight. This is called... We're going to review Raw with... This is called Bad News Bears versus Good News Goats. So anything that's horrible is Bad News Bears. All the great stuff is Good News Goats. So... Because you yeah. like Good News Goats, right? Who doesn't like a good goat? That's right. So let's see. Okay, so we opened up with... Oh, Seth and the fake retirement ceremony. That's Bad Awful. News Bears. So get that out of here. The match with Rollins and Black, though, with a real finish, that's Good News Goats. So there's one for each now. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie and Angel Garza drooling on each other. What does that get? No, that's bad. That's Bad News Bears. Because it's the stable dying that could have been cool. Shawn Michaels shoots a beam out of his eye. That's bad. <laughs> that's Bad News Bears. Um, Lana. Oh, MVP says... Isn't that what you're doing? Good news, goats. That's oh, the best. Yeah. I love that one. Um, let's see. Apollo Cruz, maybe a story with Kevin Owens no, in no, a match. Too much into it. Yeah, I'll give that a, a draw. Don't that's, give that that's, anything. That's one of each. So good news, goats, bad news, bears. So we won't count that one. Um, and then turned into a straight up tag team match. Bad news, bears. So now it's four to two in sake of bad. In the in the in the whatever. Uh, bowling gets a bad news, bears. Um, let's see. So that's five to two. Uh, Billy Kay beats Nikki Cross. I like the Iconics, but that mm, that's a draw, and I don't care about that. Yeah. Rey Mysterio on Skype lying about his retirement is bad news bears, so that's six to two. Um, let's see. TikTok with Truth, and that's bad news bears, so that's seven to two. Nia Jax gets a big... She gets 10 bad news bears, so that's 17 to 2. Um, Orton saying he phoned in his career is good news goats because that's hilarious, so that's 3. Charlotte on every show, that's bad news bears, so that's 18. Um, Charlotte versus Asuka with no finish is bad news bears, so that's 19. And then we got um, Lana interviewing Tom, doesn't know what's going on, so that's another one, 19. And then the main event's nothing. So that's, yeah, it was 20 to 3. Sorry, good news, goats, but you lost this week. But, you know. But it it does make me feel good. that It makes me feel good about the magic of wrestling, that the only thing I'm enjoying in Raw right now is Bobby Lashley, who I was sick of, MVP, who came in very poorly, and Drew, who is a new champion without a crowd. Right. You know, at least that's working. But man, I again to go back to what I wanted to talk about at the beginning of the show. Poor Drew is trying his best. Yeah, not my favorite wrestler, but I've. But man, I wish he had a chance with a crowd. Yeah, I think he would really be doing well right now. I know. It was really tough for me to pick between NXT and AEW for the ranked of first place. Me too. Week. Me too. Because I really, I liked. AEW as a whole better. Yeah. But that NXT cage match, again, not what I want, but it was different. It was new. It was something I could see people getting behind. Yeah. 
I don't know. So, you go first because I, I went first last. Oh, uh, well, well, I was in agreement with uh, Executive Moonbeam Amy. So um, we have NXT, AEW, SmackDown, Raw. I I have to go exactly the same. And it's. Yeah. I think that's the right answer this week, but. Yeah. I the the it was very close. The tipping point was that cage match where maybe nothing will come of it. Maybe that will be a huge thing in the future. But boy, was that cool! It was cool. It was okay. It's one thing if you can make me think something's cool that I like anyway. Yeah. I didn't want to like that. Yeah, and I did. I know. So I remember you saying. I remember because I asked. I said, "I really want to see this Riddle versus Thatcher fight," and you said, "I'm over it." Yeah, I was and. Yeah. And it worked. I, yeah. The atmosphere was cool. That's good. The idea was cool. So, yeah. Excellent. I can't deny it. I liked it. So, yeah. It NXT, is. that bumped it over. Me too. Okay. Well, well looky there. Some good did did happen this week. Um, <laughs> Very little bit. Right? I know. I'm not saying yeah, that the world's fixed because it's not. The world sucks. But, um, you know, you got to find what you can. Uh, and... Um, you know, I don't know what to say. Go we're, listen to our last smart movie fan. That movie made me feel good. The way way back did. Yeah. And we're working on a project right now for the next Ugh, show. Big. It's a tough one. Yeah. It's not ugh like it's bad. It's ugh like this is tough. This is work. Yes. But it's, um, you know, we're doing it. And like I said, now there's two smart movie fans uh, cooking at the same time. So on deck. And there's even a gimmick between the two of them. Um, but the point is, uh, you can still do that. You can still go donate if you like. Um, there's still a few spots available. I haven't picked an exact number where we're going to stop. I'll just announce when we can stop. Um, but that's smartwrestlingfan.com to donate at the bottom of the page. And then you have your um, our only sponsor this week, uh, Conga Bluey's Hyperspace Pizza Arcade, the podcast about video games. Gotta it's listen to this. Pizza, video games, outer space, everything. Um, but the point is, it's free and it's all over the place now. Apple Podcasts, iTunes, uh, it's, I think Spotify, all the Androids and all that. It's on Podbean, it's on Patreon, it's all over the place. Google it, it'll come right up. But um, that's that. And then that, that's all I want to say. I want to say try and, um, you know, <clears throat> it's a rough world out there right now. And things suck really bad. So we hope we hope I, you, we brought a little bit of enjoyment to your week. Yeah. I didn't know a lot of people were upset. A lot of people were worried. A lot of anybody who's upset and worried, I'm okay. I'm doing okay. So just. Yep. It's all about you, Larry. <laughs> F you. Okay, so do what do what you got to do to stay safe. Oh my god. Well, we are the we are the greatest podcast I heard ever it. or whatever. So let's um you let's go with down, that. Right? I wrote it down, so it must be true. Okay. All right. Okay. Thanks for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. Until next time. Bye, everybody.